is up, everybody. It's Aaron. What's up? Yep. What's the business, y'all? It's your boy Jester954 back on the podcast. It's another week. <laughs> I like that you have like a whole thing and I just always say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, oh. so we're we're back. It's been, you know, we took a week off. Keith's been really busy. He's got a lot of court shit going on right now. Um and that's his to tell if he wants to tell it, so I'm not gonna talk about it, but he's just has he has like a legal thing going on. Nothing bad for him. He he killed someone, but you know he's he's gonna get off. <laughs> allegedly, it was, was self defense. He yelled, "It's he's coming right for me." Um, <laughs> no, he's just got a bunch of shit going on. I don't know lawyer shit, so he's been dealing with that. Uh, and word, I mean, what the fuck? Nothing's going on. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, same shit. Civil unrest. The country's in shambles, and you know cancel cultures up in effect in many different industries right now so that's a big thing people need to take responsibility for their actions and realize you live in a digital age uh we'll get into something gaming related later but yeah definitely many industries right now are being hit by uh by people who didn't pay attention to the you know the fact that they have a technological device in their hand that records everything that they do and uh you know people are losing careers left and right entire industries are being affected so other than that and the country being uh in shambles there's nothing much going on yeah i mean there's obviously a lot going on but in nerd culture nothing's really going on i mean we've got i've got three news stories you sent me over a fake news story i had to educate you that just so everybody knows cosmicbooknews.com is a fucking scam site and they like to put out articles that sound interesting and they're all lies Oh, I read it too fast. I thought it was comicbooknews.com. That's why they named themselves Cosmic Book yeah. News. Yeah. And I think somebody had posted that to the Tate's channel, and they had a bunch of uh, c- comments. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they know their shit. They wouldn't let some dumb shit slide, but I guess I was wrong. They must have been comments of like, this is fake. <laughs> no, it was people like either stoked or not excited for it or excited. Um, I did think it was weird because the article said like Ben Affleck is going to reprise the role of Batman for HBO Max or something. Yeah, there's so rumors. Like, Why would the deal have to do with HBO? I don't know. DC has their own app, so I don't know what they're doing. But uh, HBO um, Max does have all of the DC or a bunch of the DC movie catalog right now for launch. Okay. But it's like of all the things to launch with, right? Like to try to bring subscribers, you're going to use fucking dcceu or whatever dcc however the fuck they call it dceu yeah like get dc i think it's the dcceu cinematic universe yeah which is trash so i mean what's dc stand for detective comics no yeah no it's not detective comics isn't it (laughs) no detective comics is a is batman's book uh Oh the yeah, DC's probably some stupid shit like Distributor Central. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, I always thought it was Detective Comics. No, Detective Comics is Batman's other main. Well, no, no, I know that, but yeah, my fucking house, man. For some reason, my phone, being the piece of shit that it is, because it's you know two generations old, so of course Apple builds them so they fucking break. It will. Yeah. It doesn't automatically join my wi-fi at my house it never does and it's really annoying because you won't notice until um you know you're trying to do something you can't do shit so dc entertainment let's see uh it doesn't say oh initial dc's oh yeah it's detective comics 
Oh, really? Wow, weird. It says the initials DC came from the company's popular series, Detective Comics, which featured oh. Batman. Um, but I bet DC Entertainment, the parent company, maybe like maybe it, it's from something else. Uh, it might be Detective Comics. I mean, it, it, it is a big Detective company. Comics. We, we would, yeah, we would know if it was something else, I guess. So, yeah, I guess good on you. You knew it. Yeah. And yeah, with the iPhones, like my mom the other day, she was like, can you help me with my phone? It's like locking up and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what iPhone is this? And she's like, like a seven plus or whatever. I don't know. And I was like, oh, you have an older model iPhone. She's like, I paid hundreds of dollars for that recently. Brand new from an iPhone. I store. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do. You don't have the X. They want you yep. to have that new shit. And if you don't have that new shit, they're going to brick your old shit with, 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 uh, and she's like, why would they do that? And I'm like, because you've had this phone for a year. They want you to buy another one. Yep, and they and got. She was pissed, bro. She did. She was, she had some trouble like realizing, like, oh no, companies are predatory. Yeah, consoles they... are made to break after like your PlayStation is only supposed to last like two years. A lot of us make it past that, but most electronics are only made to last, you know, two to three years. Well, yeah, and Apple like had to admit that in court. Yeah, <laughs> like that they break your shit, and it's so annoying because it's like. It's so obvious. It's right when you're gonna like if you finance it with your contract, right when you pay it off, it's like slow down time. Yep. Yep. Well Yeah, there's it's like when I uh like two weeks ago I paid my car off. So I finally officially paid off a car, I own my car. And within three days of paying my car, I get I get out of work, I go to turn my car on and it doesn't turn on. Of course. And someone was like, What was wrong? And I was like, I just paid it off, that's what's wrong. <laughs> the car's telling me to fuck off now. Yeah. But luckily, it was just a battery. Um, batteries only last about two to three years, and I, it took me about two years to pay the car off, so it That's made funny. sense. I've had my car since 2016, and I've never had to change the battery. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Yeah, so let's just get into our weeks, huh? Fuck it's it. been... So this week we're going to talk about, um, I'm going to do my Last of Us 2 review, by the way, which I beat this week. Um, okay. And we're going to talk. And you so. people cranked through that game. That's a long, isn't it like 30 hours or so? 25 You got through that shit in, what, a week? Yeah. Oh, so I played it a ton on two weekends, basically. And then every night after work, I'd play for about two hours, something like that. Okay. You know, just, I, I try to pace myself so I can get through them because, you know, got to review it. And it's it was a compelling story, and then it ended. So we'll we'll get there. Okay. Um, but so I beat Last of Us this week, obviously, uh, and then I did beat uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky second chapter, um, which was really good. It was really hard at the end, and I'm trying to blow through all these games. So I was like, I did the fights a couple times, and they just all of a sudden ramped up the difficulty to where like. These guys were one hit killing everybody and like doing all kinds of weird shit. And I was just like four or five tries. And then I was like, I'm going to turn God mode on. <laughs> I just want to get through the story. So I did that and beat the game. Uh, so it's not an achievement, but I'm really enjoying what's the story. A, what's God mode? Well, I have a cheat engine. So I just uh, normally I used cheat engine to give myself money because that way I didn't have to, you know, sit around and farm creatures for money. Uh, because getting gear for everybody was really expensive, you know, the classic JRPG thing. And so I was okay. like, in the interest of time, since I'm trying to get through three games that are 40 to 80 hours each, uh, 
and then also, you know, another two games and then four games, you know. And yeah. I know the PS4 ones, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to do anything. I might have turbo mode, which would be cool if I can um you know, if I can get it to make make it so I run faster, great. But other than that, I'm not going to be able to really speed my game up. So, um I'm really just enjoying the story. So, I beat that. It's a really 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 good game, but it gets really hard at the end. Uh I'm sure there was you know, some kind of strategy I needed, some kind of, um, you know, I probably had to wear the right accessories to stop from getting one hit killed and getting the certain status effects that they were doing. But um, I just got frustrated because it was like a boss rush at the end. It was one of those games where like at the end, there's like a tower and every floor you have to fight a, you know, super hard mm-hmm. boss. And I just really, at that point, I was at like 50 hours and I was like, I just want to beat it. So I just turned it on so I couldn't die. No, you said the name just once, and I missed it. Which game are you talking about right now? Oh, uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. Oh, okay, chapter. okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So I have nine total games to play of it. That's why I'm kind of like blowing through the PC ones. As, Jesus, you, know. you have to play nine complete JRPGs. Yes, and they're all fucking awesome. And the thing is, okay. normally I'd burn myself out cheating. That's you know you know. So the reason I don't ever really use cheats is because you kind of it diminishes the feel for you, you know. Breaks, yeah, it ruins the game. You don't like want to play it anymore. But this game, I li- like. If they just had, and I probably could just turn the difficulty down. Honestly, I didn't even think about it because I realized they do. There is an easy mode, you know. There's an like easy difficulty. So um, I, I started chapter three today. So uh, that I'm just playing normal because. I had leveled my guys, and uh, it let me transfer my save, so I started at level 90 of 99, which is pretty cool. So, Wow. But all the enemies, like, it's it's made to be the third game. It's Story-wise, it takes place six months after the second game, and you're playing as a different character. You know, you play as a character you played who was part of your party, but he wasn't a main character. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's like a side story that's going to fill in some gaps, and set up the next series or the you know, the next two games in the series and then those set up and i think this sets up part of the trails of cold steel games too like these games all they all tell the same story that's one long story in segments and from different sides of the world basically very cool very very uh, cool. what's the the gap in like years where they all made relatively around each other oh, to ten, no. nine games is like what a fucking full series yeah so trails in the sky first chapter i believe came out in 2006 and then every year every year or two years i think the next game would come out but they're the first three and then the the middle so the first series which is the trails in the sky then it goes trails to zero or trails from zero which is the second two game series yeah, uh, they're all in one engine, so like they could and they reuse a lot of the assets because it's it's a political like not a it's like a big story that takes place across different areas of this one continent, um, and so you go to like the first two games, you go to the same cities, you know, you're you're in the four major cities of this part of the you know of this country, and then you get referenced to other countries which border you. And so the next game takes place in this country that's in between the the country from the first series and the country from the third series, which is the Cold Steel, the PS3, PS4 games. Um, 
it's like sandwiched in the middle of these two countries that went to war. So okay. it's it's very cool. And they're very good stories. And that's what I was saying. Like, I don't even norm and you know, normally I feel bad cheating. I, I will like you you and I both talked about this. You know, we we did some item hacking to beat um Demon Souls just Demon to not have Souls, to farm. And it ruined it for it me. Ruins it. It the- dude, Borderlands three, I did a thing just to get golden keys because I was annoyed of like how they were giving them out on Twitter and shit and like the the golden key chest is supposed to give you a legendary weapon every time and it doesn't and it's just trash and everything. I mean that game sucked, but I yeah. just gave myself nine hundred ninety nine of them just to like, <laughs> and I spent an hour one night. I was like, let me just open like fifty of them and just see if I get anything worthwhile. And I realized they give you fucking jack shit. And I, it's like, luckily they're not microtransaction keys. You can't pay money for them, but like. They're literally stringing you along with these like little free keys. Get three free keys, and you're gonna get fuck all bullshit. It's still loot box, you know. It's like the same yeah. odds of getting anything good. It's trash, but it yeah, still so ruined when, the game. Um, uh, when Battlefront came out, and like Angry Joe would be like, "All right, we're gonna do it. Hundred bucks. We're gonna do a hundred dollars worth of loot boxes and see what we get." And twenty minutes later, he's still getting like. You can get a a gun skin, dude. And he's like, "Can I get a fucking legendary character?" I just paid a hundred dollars worth of loot boxes, and Matt, like a lot of people were doing that. Like there was like mm-hmm. a little trend for a while of paying for loot boxes and let's open them. And uh, that was like a reason why they got taken to court when they did the whole like it's called surprise mechanics. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, you're gambling with with you're making kids gamble with their parents' money. Fuck off." Yep. And I remember, uh, I think it was. Was it Battlefront 2 where he uh, opened one and he was like, no, he looked at the store for one. Oh, it was uh, Anthem. They wanted like $40 or $20 worth of currency for blue, for like a blue dye. And he was like, fucking yeah. blue. I remember. He got he had an allegation come out against him uh, last week or this I, I didn't week. catch that. What happened with him? Just somebody uh, said he was inappropriate? He got, yeah, so he... Uh, a, a girl, uh, a woman who's in the industry. I think she's a streamer. You know, she she's a you know another uh, Twitch or YouTube personality. Said that they hung out at a E three last year, and that he was aggressive and he like pushed her against the wall and grabbed her arm and wouldn't let her leave. And I'm not saying it in those in, in that voice because yeah. I'm like making light of it, just rattling it off. But he's said no. <laughs> he's like that didn't happen, and he got a lawyer. And, you know, he was like, uh, I'm going to definitely sue her because, you know, this is, could ruin my career. And all of the people that she said were there were all like, no, that didn't happen. He oh, didn't shit. Oh, it, it's like the Beeb. The girl came after Bieber mm-hmm. and uh, she, some girl came after Bieber and was like, on this day, I was at this hotel and Justin Bieber hooked up with me and it was, I guess, assault. And then Bieber comes out and he's like, nah, son. I literally have every receipt from everywhere I was at. I was with Selena Gomez the whole time and a security team. And he just produced literally every receipt from everywhere he was. And and the chick put like a message out saying like, I can't believe this. Uh, you know, this is terrible. Men are actually pr- bringing receipts to, to prove their accusers wrong. And it's like. No, Bieber was just like, fuck you, you're not pulling me into this shit, and then proceeds, he is suing that person for $20 million. Yeah. He doesn't need it, but he's like, dude, don't like, do not do that. I mean, I never Listen, know. if I was famous, I would, I mean, I wouldn't fucking do, I would literally never hang out with anyone alone. 
ever. Yeah, never. I mean, I'd hang out with my friends, like my, you know, my my rider dies, like you and Keith, and you know, all my friends. But if I met a stranger out, like if I was a comedian, pfft, if you wanted to come back to the green, nope. <laughs> you want to uh, hang no out thanks. at the bar? I will sign something for you in plain view of everyone. If the bar's closing and there's less than five people, I'm out. Yeah. Goodbye forever. But um, so what happened is, I guess she uh, deleted her. She posted it on Medium.com. Um, I don't know that. So I, I know that name and the name of the site. I don't know the site. Um, but I guess she kind of, I don't know if she retracted or whatever, but I just saw that she like basically took down the post and deleted all her tweets about it. So, I mean, who knows? I, I don't know. Like what she said in no way. Uh, I mean, it, it, if he did grab her or push her against the wall, that does constitute assault. And and I'm not here to say that that's not assault. But she did not say like yeah. they had sex. He didn't. She didn't say he tried to kiss her or anything. He was just hyper aggressive and possessive. But mm. in it, she did say she lied about her relationship status. So he was like asking her if she had a boyfriend, kind of aggressively in it. So I, it, it's believable in that way. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't this like accusation of uh rape or of uh assault or anything like i mean other than like physical assault you know what i mean yeah not sexual assault is what i mean whatever Uh, yeah every case is gonna be super specific yeah but i would i would just have somebody filming me all day 24 7 i would just have a little like a little um google google maps camera on my head like the little (laughs) The little propeller uh, hats that the kids used to yeah. wear. I'll just wear. I'll, I would just wear one of those all the time. Well, in the end, what I what I mean is, it sounded believable in that it wasn't like a over the top story. It was like she just said he made me feel uncomfortable and whatever. And then he was like, at no point did I, you know, push anyone against the wall or grab her. And we hung out. You know, she was there. She was around. Um, but you know, he denied it. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. we'll see where that goes. I mean. I'm a fan of Angry Joe. I watch his videos. I mean, I watch his reviews for games I'm interested in. Like, I liked his Last of Us 2 review. Um, he was very critical of the game, and we'll get there. Um, there's a lot of negativity from the community and a lot of really glowing reviews from critics, which is a little strange. We see it sometimes. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm mm-hmm. seeing, like, reviews are like really spiked on both ends it's like some people are like the greatest game ever made again and then some people are like then there's the people who are literally like this game is trash okay i highly doubt it's a bad game yeah yeah it might be boring like for me i I think it looks cool but like eh, i guess shooter apocalypse i may not be into the aesthetic but i'm pretty sure that game plays well yeah it's yeah i'll I'll talk about it in my review i mean i'll i'll give a brief you know it it plays extremely well. I had a blast playing it. And honestly, the thing that pe- most people are mad about uh, are, is having to play as Abby, the character from the second trailer that we saw. Um, yeah. The, the jacked girl. Yeah, the very buff the very buff girl. Um, her story was... M- <laughs> she is jacked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little jarring at first. <laughs> her part was my favorite part of the game. And that is... There is uh, something to say that it should not be my favorite part of the game. You know, I should, my playing Ellie should be my favorite part of the game, obviously. Um, There were some very good, like heartfelt moments in it too. So I'll talk more about it, but it, Mm -hmm. it is somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's nowhere near perfect and it's nowhere near trash. There are, you know, there's people who have issues with 
some of the content from a from their political view, you know, from their uh, pl- political perspectives, maybe. Um, and it's that's just bullshit. That's just pure ignorance. Well, that's just because it isn't it. Like, look, it's art. Like, I'm there's yeah. people in the game that are basically uh, homophobic and racist and sexist and shit, right? Well, there's one, there's one homophobic guy in the game. Okay, and he gets it's dealt like, with. Did like, anybody play Mafia Three? Well, no. And the thing is, to me, what 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 people are upset about is the other side of that spectrum. Of people are mad that a Ellie's gay and B that Abby's this jack chick and that there's a trans, you know, there's a trans boy in the game. And I mean, it's, I, it's like, is, and, is anybody really mad that Ellie's gay? I, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Cause I remember when this came out and I remember the trailer was very, very focused on her and the girl and they share the kiss and the dance. And then, you know, like, okay, trolls are going to come out, but I can't really believe that some people are really out here angry because of that oh, dude. that's gotta be some stupid shit that's just I'm, look it's fringe people but they're the ones that are gonna write the shit reviews that's true you know 2% what i mean of the people two yeah. percent of people are uh responsible for 90 percent of the comments on Twitter. exactly like. <laughs> and it, look i mean you know there's there's and uh, there's problematic people on every side of every political spectrum i just mean in this specific case a lot of the loudest detractors are people that are just mad that I mean, I had heard all this shit about a character being trans, and I thought, "Oh, it's Abby. You know, she's jacked." Like the way that the way that they present her in the in in the later portion of the game, hearing that, I was like, oh, "Okay." I I honestly played the whole game, thinking, you know, Abby's a, a a trans woman, and I thought, honestly, it's pretty cool that her dad was like so accepting at a younger because you play like a flashback of her at maybe 12 you know or 12 or 13 and you know like everyone's referring to her uh, by feminine pronouns and things and i thought that's really cool like what a progressive apocalypse you know like kind of in the way that i'm like it makes sense to me that if we're dealing with mushroom zombies i'm not gonna give a fuck about who anyone wants to fuck you know what i mean or what they want me to call them I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call you whatever you want as long as you help me kill the mushroom head. You know, like <laughs> the clickers. Exactly. So I, you know, I, I thought that was cool. In the end, she's she's not trans. So <laughs> there's just yeah. an, there's another character that is a a fairly important character, and the fact that that character is trans is important in the story in one way, but it has no bearing. It's important to his story uh, specifically but not to the story at large. You know what I mean? It, it's not like yeah. this message. There's nothing there. It's the same thing that we always see. Like people start freaking out that everything's going to be this like, you know, political SJW quote unquote message or either way. You know what I mean? Like we see something and people. No, like, that's the one they get mad at. Yeah. That's the, and cause I mean, we, every, we've seen like far cry had the, the opposite, like people are fine killing the, you know, the racist conservative psychos, but then you put a gay character in a game and then all of a sudden these weirdos come out and they're mad about it. It's like, what's the fucking problem? Like, yeah. And, well, and that's I, mean, the I we... haven't found a game that throws it in your face to the point. I mean, I'm sure there has to be, but I haven't seen it where it's like, this is the whole deal. You know, like, yeah. so I'm not sure what fucking well, problem people are having. What happens every time, every single time is everybody's freaking out up in arms and then it's nothing it's a big fat nothing burger and if it is over the top with its messaging then it gets shit on for it you know what i mean because that's just bad storytelling don't and they're gonna find out in sales exactly and don't ham fist people don't hit people over the head with the message or you're not writing a good message you know what i mean 
yeah. nuance is the key to good storytelling. Um, but I'll I'll give it a rating and I'll talk a little bit more in depth. Um, I'll try to stay spoiler free. Like I've already given very slight spoilers in in the fact that I mean I guess spoilers. Abby's not a trans person, and I mean. In you know, in the past, it you know she could be uh, male to female trans, or you know she could be a trans person, and it has no bearing on the story, and they never talk about it. So, it's, yeah. So it if was, you want her to be, yeah, then she can be, and if not, whatever, it's up to your decision, I guess. If the game doesn't specifically tell you, and that makes me think somebody on the writing team probably thought, you know what, let's just not even address it because some people may want to think of her that way, and some people may want her to just be, you know. A kind of masculine chick yeah, who will beat the fuck out of you. May just not care at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be yeah. the whole spectrum of that. But, um, yeah. So, if you like JRPGs, just to finish off with Trails, the Legend of Heroes series is probably going to be my favorite series of all time at this point. Holy it is shit. such a heavy character-driven story that is the characters I really enjoy. Some of them I'm like, eh, whatever, I don't care about them. But like. I don't know. It's it's so interesting because the second game definitely ramps up the the conflict to a bit more of a global scale. And but even then, it's not like they're good, the end of the world. You're the special hero. It's like you are in the in the first two games. You play as Joshua and Estelle Bright, which are the um, uh, the the daughter and the adopted son of this uh, general from the military, Cassius Bright who is also part of he left the military to become part of the Bracer Guild which is basically the like what name the how do i say it they are like the monster hunter guild they they get you know people request things from them like hey can you know someone stole this from me can you find it or uh you know i've Something's got killing my cattle yeah there's I'm, a there's a big monster on the road down the street. Can you kill it? You know, and they put these requests in. The bracers handle it. So he left the military because his wife died during the war uh, between those two countries that the I told you sandwiched that second country in between or the third country in between them. There was a war, and his wife died during that. And he felt like he wasn't there to stop it uh, because he was in. You know, he was he was a general, so he's the reason that the war ended. And that there's peace in the world. He's like a really smart strategist. And then he's also like a legendary sword fighter who then gave up the sword and only uses a bow staff now. And he's still awesome. Okay. He's like just the the awesomest dude. You know, they always talk about him. But you're just his kids. And really the son is adopted and they there's a kind of a creepy like the whole second game is a love story between the daughter and son, but they're adopted. Nice. Like, he he came into her life when they were both ten. So they call each other brother and sister, but they're really just close friends. You know what I mean? And not to say that's not weird, but... Uh, Does she ever walk in his room when he's just chilling and go, Hey, bro, what's up? And no. sit down? No. Be like, what are you doing? He plays the harmonica. Okay. And so he plays a, a cool song called The Memory of Light. Um, But yeah, so like you're not the special heroes. You know, he's actually really badass. And you find out she's she's also really badass, but he's like... Uh, medically enhanced badass. You know what I mean? He's like a trained assassin, yeah. you find out. And there's all this backstory, but it's just, they're really good. And they're, they they tell really good stories. I, I don't know. There's really a lot of cool surprises. And I really enjoy them so far. I'm really excited to start the second series. Uh, I almost skipped the third game because the third game is kind of a side story. 
but everyone says it gives a lot of context and a lot it sets up so much that you see paid off in the next couple you know in the next couple games so and you know it stars this other guy kevin graham he's he's a a grawl schritter which is the main church in that world they have a group of like badass agents that they send out to find these artifacts from an ancient civilization that have really strong magic in them and so he's like this wandering priest that you just think is like this aloof dude and then you find out he's like a fucking badass who's been trained to like you know use these insane artifacts of a alien culture basically and and do all this cool shit so the the third game you're him and you like it's more of a dungeon crawler you go through these like doors in this dungeon i just got there in the game i'm like an hour in um, but I guess each one like goes into the past or into a different period of time or a different part of the world or something. And, you know, you do these like weird side missions where you learn about the backstories of a lot of characters that you didn't get in the the first two games. So I think that's very cool. So if you like JRPGs, okay. they're all on sale on Steam right now. Um, I think they're on sale on the, the Cold Steel games are on sale on PlayStation Store because it's a Falcom sale right now. Um, but Steam sale has the Nihon Falcon Falcom games. So like even the East games are on sale. Um, so these are the same trails of cold steel type joints, right? Yes. So every okay. one of yeah, them my is buddy pro- at work. Christian mm-hmm. shout outs to Christian. He's cool. I think he started listening. Um, he told me, but he recently got into those. And he was like, they're pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. They're the last arc of this first continent. And supposedly Nihon Falcom is going to then go to another continent. And, you know the next series is going to be you know the next legend of heroes series is going to tell more of the story so it's really cool i it shits on final fantasy in a lot of ways like there are great final fantasy games don't get it twisted but they're not connected you know and this is like Uh, nine connected games and but this is act live combat right no no no. it's turn-based okay because you're saying that is a really big deal you're saying this is going to turn out to be your favorite well i guess it it seems like there's more continuity over stretched over what ten games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because you're saying best RPG series ever. Yeah, there's a lot to it though. You know what I mean? Damn hey, dog. I'm gonna pause real quick. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're back. Uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but that's okay. My week is done. Um, um I think you were oh. finishing off some yeah something. Uh, I also watched the first season of Amazon's The Tick, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I season two's out, came out last year, and now it's canceled, so they won't be doing any more seasons. But I really enjoyed it. It's it's fun. The nice. Tick isn't as prevalent in it. Like he's in every episode, but it's not really about him. It's about Arthur, which you know. It's more I about think, Rick Moranis. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, even the cartoon and the original ninety uh, two thousand one series was also you know heavily focused. Mm. The live action series was definitely more about Tick, but yeah, I mean the cartoon as well was Tick and Chairface Chippendale and shit. Yeah, um, this one Tick, yeah, it, it's good. It's interesting because like they deal with his costume changing in a really funny way. I think they did a really cool job. Because the the pilot, the costume's so bad, and people complained about it that, so bad, like all the fans, that when yeah. they finally started the series, they changed it, and then it was like a little less bad, and then the second season starts, and it's basically a blue bodysuit, which is what it's supposed to be. And it, it always kind of was, but it had like kind of this chitinous looking armor, like uh, like armor plates on it, kind of like 
I don't know. But in the second season, he's like molting those off because like the tick never takes his outfit off and you don't know what he is. Um, so he's like, yeah, he's like shedding those plates. It's pretty funny. That's neat. But yeah, that's my week. Okay. Um, mine, not too much. I won't go over every, f- I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably bought a couple of games. I think I did. Um, not sure if I brought it up. I bought Manhunt. Don't oh, the know shark why. game? No, the Rockstar game, Manhunt. Oh. The old one on PS2 that was mm-hmm. about, like, basically the running man. Yeah. Uh, don't know why. Uh, because I haven't played it. Uh, I bought Resident Evil 6. I don't care. I like that game. Probably not going to play it, though. Um, I did. I don't, I'm not sure if I remember. Did I go over? Because between the last episode that we did on this show, I was on Seth's uh, Who's Next Gaming Entertainment. I think I'm kind of on that show now. Not sure. For sure, for sure. But I mean, I've been on every other week for like, I don't know. Speaking last of month or two, Seth <clears throat> sent me something that he wanted me to play on the air. Um, oh gosh, did you, did you listen to it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, let me see if I can get it to play. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, uh, between that, um, I did. Did I tell you about downloading a couple games off of PlayStation Now and talking about a bastard's tale? No. So I started using the PlayStation Now feature a little better. Uh, it's really worth it for ten bucks a month and use your trial because if the games are on PS4. There, you can just download them. You're not streaming them, so you can play games like Control, which is a really cool game. You can play Sp- the new Spider-Man, like AAA new, like big good games are on that. So um, I downloaded a couple of smaller games. There's one game I've been wanting to try out called A Bastard's Tale. It's almost like a PC game. It's like sprite graphics, but it doesn't look like Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis. It looks like a like an old PC game. And you're just like a knight, like a heavy elite knight. Um, and you have a big like sword, like a broadsword over your shoulder. And you only walk right. And you can either swing... You can either swing horizontally or vertically. So either from swing right to left, left to right, or up to down. And then you can block left, right, or up. And that's it. So when you meet, when you when you fight one, you fight one enemy at a time. And when you meet, if they're swinging at you from right to left, you have to block in the right area. Or if you if they're swinging at you up to down, you have to block upwards. So it's basically a game of rock paper scissors. Uh, it's pretty difficult for being so simple, but it's it's pretty cool um pardon if you hear noise there's kids outside my window blowing fireworks up <laughs> um but uh, it was a, a bastard's tale is pretty cool it's 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 hard but it gives you kind of that like dark souls bloodborne feel of like this is mad hard but when you kill like a dude it's like oh thank god uh but that's pretty neat but that's that's all who gives a fuck about that you also uh, um you also mentioned something let me see can you hear this when jesus clicks with you it's the greatest no. thing because... Ah, shit. I'm trying to see if I can get it to play. <laughs> <laughs> I know Damn what it. it is. Damn it. Hold on. Uh, see, I... on on, uh, on Who's Next Gaming Entertainment, um, we're a little looser. Like, you know, we, we try to keep things a little, like, you know, kind of rated, kind of NC-17 around here, R-ish. But, you know, uh, on Who's Next Gaming, like, we start at, like, 10 p.m. my time, and we go, like, four hours sometimes. So, like, I kind of, sometimes I'm just off the, if you think I'm off the rails here, I'd be off the rails as fuck over there. 
And Seth likes to make sound bites, and he's been he's been making some sound bites. I'm trying. To, Aaron's trying to see if he can figure out how to play them. All right, wait. Let me try again. Hold on. When Jesus clicks with you, it's the greatest thing because you have unlimited nope. church. They're so good. Jesus, literally in short words, changed my entire my life in a sense. Dead air. And Damn it, I Jesse! I it can be heard by the listeners. You son of a bitch! You just can't hear it. You just oh. interrupted it. I'm oh, watching. Okay, my bad. Um, then just redo that and edit it out. Edit nope. me out. We're gonna start it over. There's no editing, so okay. Shut up. It's 29 seconds. When Jesus came out with you, it's the greatest thing because you have unlimited church. They're so good. Jesus, literally in short words, changed my entire my life in a sense, and. I thought I knew how I was as a gamer, but Jesus it was something new and different. It took me a long time to get used to it, but once I got enveloped into what it was and accepted it into my heart, uh, it literally changed like my life. <laughs> it's so good. I love when he says you have so, infinite church. <laughs> um, yeah. So what that is is, so we did an episode on religion in games, and then. Uh, in that episode, not talking about religion, I started talking about Dark Souls and like how it like changed my life. And then, I mean, I did say like the the Church of Dark or whatever. Um, and then apparently, after I dipped, uh, our boy Kevin, who's on the show with him, was like, "Yo, if you swap out Dark Souls with Jesus, it totally sounds like Jesse's like loves Jesus." So <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. And he has another one that's pretty funny. It's like a Mortal Kombat one where. I went on a rant about how Mortal Kombat is for stupid people. <laughs> and it's just like me saying like Mortal Kombat is like it's for it's stupid Americans doing Hong Kong dumb shit. But like the anger in my voice uh, <laughs> is pretty funny. He's pretty good at pulling uh, pulling sound bites. So that's what's up. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so you found Jesus anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, anyways, um, all I really have this week is I'm going to talk some Bloodborne in a second because I've been talking blood because I've been playing Bloodborne. And then, okay, so I had, a, so this is non-nerd shit, but oh my God, guys, the fucking hell I've dealt with in the last week that just got fixed hour, a couple hours ago. So I live, we as you know, we live in Florida. It's hot as fucking hell here. And about a week ago, our AC unit, the entire the whole thing the inside unit and the big outside big fan thing they're like 15 years old and it's florida and the coils are shot and the thing just stopped working so basically it would still circulate air but it wasn't cool air so my house has been like whatever temperature it is outside that's the temperature inside and it's been like, like 100 degrees outside yeah, so in the afternoons in my house with air circulating, it's like 88 degrees in Ugh. my house. It's brutal. And then nighttime, it's like 85, and the AC would try to work, and then maybe around 2, 3 in the morning, it would get itself to like 78. And bro, 78 feels so good when you've been sitting in 85 <laughs> all day. It feels like heaven. And it was terrifying. So today I had to have um, I had the guys come and uh, install a brand new unit and everything. It took all day. It was a bitch. It was kind of frustrating because I get it. It's hard work. Um, these guys are busting their asses. And they come and they have their masks and shit. And then after a while they just like drop their masks. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, 
also the AC units in my closet. So they're in my room. And I'm just like, I don't want to be a bitch about it, but like, dude, can you put your fucking mask on? But then again, they're outside in like a hundred degree weather. They're drenched in sweat. It's hot. Also, the unit thing for the backyard, it's three and a half tons. I didn't know that. I thought that was some kind of, um, I thought a three and a half ton unit meant like some kind of jargon. No, no, no. It weighs three and a half tons. And I was like, how the fuck are you going to lift that? He goes, no, he put it on a dolly. And I'm like, <laughs> still, how do you just use a dolly to lift three and a half tons? Like, it's still kind of crazy. I don't so, um, know that it, I don't think it weighs that much. I think I, it, it can't pushes, because I asked the guy. It pushes and three was, and a half tons of air a, a, okay, an hour or whatever it is. Because he's like, I was like, why do you say three tons? And he goes, that's three tons. And I was like, that's not, what's a ton? Like 2,500 pounds or something? I think a ton is twenty is two thousand five hundred pounds, right? Two thousand pounds, I want to say. Two thousand pounds. So I'm like, ah, I'm not sure if that thing weighs ten of me. I mean, I don't know. Is that accurate? It's two thousand pounds. Okay. So, anyways, um, it was a bitch. Took a long time. Um, I had to go get lunch. I had to go to Subway. That sucked. I hate it. I hate. It. I hate. It. I hate it. I go to Subway. Um, the bitch of a person behind the counter who's making the sandwiches. Has the damn mask pulled under their nose? Oh God! Now the thing is, is they're breathing yeah. over the ingredients. Yep, that's what upsets me. And I see this at work all the time. Uh, I or in public, you see the people who have uh, the mask under their nose, and everyone knows we don't have to give a PSA. That's not how it fucking works. That's literally the opposite. That's like wearing your underwear with your penis hanging out of the top. It's not the point. It's not for you. It's so that you don't breathe and get other people sick. I mean, hell, in my store the other day, a fucking police officer walked in like that. And he looked over at me, and I tapped my nose over my mask. <laughs> like, I tell people. I'm like, yo, cover your fucking face, dude. Uh, so anyways, that really bothered me. Um, another little micro anger moment was I have, I'm getting four subs, so I have to be that guy. I need four fucking subs. Uh, luckily, three of them were all the same because these maniacs eat tuna. Subs Ugh, from Tuna Subway? Subs? Are you fucking yeah, bro. crazy? Are you, kidding me? Are you Fuck crazy? You, dude. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Tuna subs. And they have the nerve to say toast it. Oh, from what? Subway. And then toast yeah, the dude. tuna. So then it's like that. <laughs> it, that's like the fishy. That's got to smell fucking. Dude, horrible. I didn't smell it. But, anyways, but then I get to the counter and. The, the chicks behind the counter, completely unprofessional. God damn it. Damn system. Bro, I got to sit in this subway for 35 minutes because the computer <laughs> went down. And I'm in there and the dude's behind me and then another guy walks in and then a lady walks in and then a guy walks in. And eventually there's like eight, nine people in the subway. And who has to be the one to, to who? Take a guess who has to be the one to say, hey, guys, look at the door. Says five person maximum in the store at once. It was you, of course. Has to be me, the fucking asshole. Um, guess what? They tell me back. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's hot outside. Because right now there's two people working and like six or seven people in the store, and it says no more than like five people in the store at once or whatever. Whatever. I survive. It's okay. Well, first world problems. Um, and I yeah, looked they, it up they, by they, the way. They, a uh, four ton or a three ton system is usually like two hundred and fifty to three hundred pounds, 
Uh, oh, the okay. tonnage is in reference to the amount of cooling it does. So, one or twelve thousand BTUs is a ton of cooling. So, BTUs beating you. BTUs beating you. Um. So yeah, I knew it wasn't. They didn't weigh that much. You know what beating you is? No. It's ju- It's a Justin Long. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, God. That movie's terrible. Anyway, so... I love that. I love that. I love that movie. So your AC's fixed. So it's fixed. It still feels a bit warm in my house, but what I realize is there's still, resi- like, from a week of constant about 80-degree we- um, temperature, um, all the walls are still retaining heat. All the furniture is retaining heat. Well, yeah, and there's still humidity in your house. It has to remove the humidity as well. Yeah, uh, especially since yesterday we were going to get a... Go ahead. Well, that's how air conditioning was discovered, was William Carrier was trying to remove the humidity in a uh, a printing press or something that he had. He had some kind of big warehouse. He was doing something that had nothing to do with fucking... Or a big factory that had nothing to do with air conditioning, but he figured out a way to do it, and the removal of the humidity cooled the air. And oh. then he was like, wait, this is dope. <laughs> it's hot as shit outside. Inventions come out of like mistakes well, like that. And that's where <laughs> carrier, you know, carrier air conditioning came from. Oh, awesome. That that's guy. the unit I yeah. got. I have a ream. Um, you have a what? A wraith? Ream. Ream. Oh, ream in your asshole. Um so yeah, so it's still like it's Temperatures down, but I still feel like a residual warmth somewhere. It's, it's you're probably right. It's probably the humidity I still feel. Also, I mistreat myself, and I'm always severely dehydrated, anyways. And I think that the last couple of days, like today, I felt really, really bad. I almost called out because I was feeling like really woozy and weird. And I realized, like, oh, I'm even more dehydrated than usual because, especially today, they had to take the unit out. So I went through the majority of the entire day with no air circulating in my house it was hot we were all dying in here it was terrible um but now i got the new ac so now i'm living the baller lifestyle yeah and um, that'll that'll cool the a three and a half ton will cool the shit out of your house yeah man awesome very very good uh so yeah anyway so that beyond that uh i'll talk about bloodborne last i did make an irresponsible purchase okay irresponsible as fuck purchase uh, I re- I told you guys about Laced Records, which is where I bought the uh, what was it four disc, uh, the Mega Man mm-hmm. one through eleven soundtracks, um, which was a really awesome set. It's an incredibly beautiful, wonderful Mega Man one through eleven soundtracks, uh, vinyl record, awesome. So they've announced a new one. It's the entire Mega Man X collection soundtracks. So this is Mega Man X through Mega Man X8, or X7, I think, or X8. X7, I think, is the last one. Um, it's eight vinyl records. Uh, you saw the art before, all new art and stuff. Very, very awesome. Yeah, really it's cool. F- fucking $200. Jesus. Yeah, but I just figured, fuck it. No one else is going to buy this. And I'm going to have it. Uh, and I don't know why. But I can hang it over Keith's head and be like, you don't have this. Um, but I'm not going to listen to it. The Mega Man X soundtracks are okay, but they're not that. I don't really care for them. I, I couldn't even call out a song. I know some stuff, but 
I'm just buying it out of impulse. Like, fuck it. I'm, I guess because it's such. I think I'm gonna leave this one sealed this time, because things like with the Mega Man one through ten collection. Yeah, it was one through ten. I did not include eleven for the one that I already have. Uh, like things like that, or also my Brave Wave Street Fighter two box set. I paid $150 for that, and the day that I received it, it was going for $600 online. Damn. Yeah, I'm not going to sell And I have a first print. I'm not going to sell that. I love my, I love Street Fighter. I'm not getting rid of that. Rid of that. Um, one of my friends will get that when I die. And that's basically what's going to happen. Like, my, fuck, fuck kids. Kids don't get shit. My friends will get my stuff. It's going to be weird when I die because it's just going to be like, I'm just going to give dibs to people like you and Sal and Brian and just be like, go through my shit, take whatever you want, and then just donate the rest. So, um, so yeah. But uh, the Mega Man X, I'm gonna probably keep it sealed because it's really rare, it's really expensive, and I'm thinking, why would I open it if I'm not gonna listen to it? So I don't know why I'm buying it, but I'm going to. I'm not gonna cancel it. it comes out in September. I'm supposed um, to make a a bad financial decision and buy a scooter on Sunday, but the old lady that's selling it is like don't drive up here because keith was supposed to drive me up with um it's like three hours away with his trailer but she's like we can't transfer the title we got to go to the dmv and i'm like you don't have to come to the dmv you just sign the title and then i have to take it there and oh she's good but she's stupid and she's gonna like be like no and mm -hmm. do it her way yeah so she wants me to come during the week but if we go to the dmv i have to have my license you know my motorcycle endorsement which i don't yet because i was going to use that scooter to get that uh, yeah, can... and also what she wants you to go with her to the DMV together. Yeah, I don't know, man. She's she wouldn't yeah. listen to me. I'm like, you don't. You just sign the back of it to transfer title part. You know, you write everything out, and then I take that and I take the title, and then I go, you know, to fucking the DMV to register it in my name. So I'm probably not gonna get to do that. I yet. don't want you getting a scooter. I know you don't, but everyone else does. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um. So yeah. Just um. So my AC was fucked. Now it's fine. Uh. I ordered a fucking crazy expensive record. I'm in a weird position. I have to find a fucking birthday present for somebody within the next three days, and I don't even know what to do. Is it rude to just give someone a gift card with some money on it? No. I do like this person. They are a friend of mine, but just know I a store that sells shit they like, but you don't know exactly what they want, and say, hey. Here's a gift card to go buy yourself something that you'll like because I want you to like your present, but I don't yeah. know what to get you. I just don't know. I don't know what to do. So that's kind of annoying. I couldn't so, do that to Kelsey. <laughs> say again? I couldn't do that to my wife. That's You don't give that kind of gift to your wife or your girlfriend? Well, yeah. That's the thing is this is just a friend. It's, and it's also that here's the deal is it's a friend that's a girl where it's actually like a platonic relationship. So I already got them kind of a sentimental gift. Uh, a while back, they're from Poland, and in Poland they have. I, think, I actually think this is a pretty cool holiday. It's um, it's almost like a birthday. Um, in that area of the world, they have something called a name day. So okay. there's a, it's like a birthday, but for your name or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I call her rabbit. So I got like I ordered like this handmade enamel pin, like one of those little pins that people are they're popular now. And I'm like, cool, that's sentimental. And like, but she's just my, she's like my homie. So I, I don't want to, like, get her, like, a sentimental, nice gift, even though I could. Uh, so I'm just, like, like she likes Stardew and um, Animal Crossing. So I was like, oh, she's never played Harvest Moon. But then I heard that the only Harvest Moon games on the Switch are 
trash. There's, there's a new the, one coming. Um, yeah, there's one coming yeah. out, but the one that's out is supposed to be like really, really bad. Yeah, it's probably so support. Like, yeah, so I was probably like, no, it's actually like a, it's called like Light of Hope, and it's on the PS4, but supposedly it's it's like the worst Harvest Moon game ever made. But then there's also like Harvest Moon Rush or something, which looks almost like a mix of Harvest Moon with Overcooked. So I'm just Weird. like, I don't know. I'm just going to give this bitch a gift card to GameStop. Or maybe if she doesn't like GameStop, I'll be like, here's a Visa gift card for 40 bucks. Go buy yourself a video game. I don't know. Um, oh, speaking of, I finally bought Blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so for your birthday, I gave you, I, I was like, I wanted you to play it. So I'm happy you're, you're playing it. I'm a little sad that you got it on PC instead of getting it on PlayStation like you should. Um, well, I have an Xbox controller that I use on my PC. I know. But uh, I'm excited for you because it is awesome. But I'm not sure how many of these Metroidvania-style Dark Souls games you've fucked. You, you, you fucked with Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, and I rage quit it, so. <laughs> yeah, but that game was kind of... That game kind of looked like like paper cutouts put together. Yeah. The problem with Salt and Sanctuary to me is Dark Souls controls and Dark Souls like combat doesn't translate to side scroll. Like you know, there are skillful games like Mega Man games are fucking hard, but it's a different skill set, right? Like yeah. I, the, the trying to translate a three-dimensional action RPG with like Twitch combat into a two-dimensional game it didn't work for me. Like I had fun for a little bit and then it was just like, you just don't, I, I didn't have enough room. Like I got to this boss that was like a giant dude with a sword and it took me like 50 tries to get it. And then I got to this like weird cleric beast looking monster and that thing I just yeah. couldn't get past. Well, um, I didn't want to say it because I was kind of, there weren't many Dark Souls inspired Metroidvania style games back then. And you were like stoked about it. But when I got my hands on it, I could tell right away. I'm like, this game plays weird. Uh, it's almost like the Adult Swim game, Death's Gambit, which I still think is awesome. That game too has that kind of. It looks like you could tell that the arms and the legs and the body are like different pieces. It looks like almost like South Park. Like you could, yeah. it almost looks like stop animation. Salt and Sanctuary because definitely looked like that. That's what that kind of thing is. Uh, Death's Gambit does an okay job. Blasphemous is awesome. Uh, it really, really is. And it's it's more Metroidvania-y. Like, I'm playing Chasm right now. It's very Chasm. Or I would say Chasm is very Blasphemous. Or, you know, Dead Cells. Like, that kind of style. Um, but, like, to get ready. Blasphemous is going to fuck you up. Yeah. And there's going to be parts with, with Spike Pits where you're going to be like, fuck this game, it's not good, it's made wrong, and I'm just going to be like, just chill, bro, just relax, man. And you're going to be like, shut the fuck up! It's like, it's <laughs> going to be one of those where it's like, especially the bosses, there are some bosses you get to, and you're just like, man, I can kind of see what I got to do, but this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm in there in a game called Oniken, which is, I think I talked about it before, another very retro-style game or I found this boss, and I'm like, you know what? I could probably look up a strategy on how to kill this thing, but fuck, man, this isn't fun right now. Yeah. So that that can happen. You almost but, rage quit Blood, Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. So let me get to Bloodborne. So yeah, um, Blasphemous. I am happy that you're playing it. Definitely pay attention, and also very Souls-like, where it tells you the lore through item descriptions, and. There are characters, NPC quest lines 
that you can easily fail. So make sure not to. And it's definitely worth it. It's definitely a lot of fun. It's probably one of the best. Like, you know, we're not counting Symphony of the Night anymore, obviously. But yeah, it's better the night, than Chasm. There's nothing better than it. It's better than Chasm. I, I, I won't say it's better than Dead Cells, but it is. Because Dead Cells is a good pickup and play, like, I think it's more of a roguelite. I really enjoyed whatever, Bloodstained, right? actually, quite a bit. That's a straight-up cast. You, okay, that's straight-up Symphony of the Night style, yeah. Um, a Blasphemous is comparable. It's, like, right below it, because Bloodstained was made by Igarashi. Yeah. So, But Bl- Blasphemous is really, really great. The art style is great. The enemies, it's the animation is fluid. It's a, it's a gem of a game. It's very, very awesome. Uh, they don't use a religion, so they make up their own kind of symbolism. It's really cool, so I hope you enjoy that. So, um, So I've been trying to get said friend for birthday to play games and I tried to get them into fighting games didn't work and then I was trying to get her into souls and she's like afraid and people are cheap so I'm like just buy dark souls 3 complete it's $85 and it's on sale right now for $10 why would you not buy that anyways get an $85 deal for 10 bucks yeah, it was you it, can toss dark souls 10 bucks with all the DLC yeah that's a really good deal <laughs> And she's like, I don't know, but I mean, I guess I have Bloodborne, and I'm like, you don't want that to be your first, like, entrance into this world, like, because this person is used to shit like Zelda and then Animal Crossing. So I'm like, you don't want to go into this life, this FromSoft life, with no shield, you want to be able to creep with your shield. But she's like, I'll try Bloodborne, so I figure, okay, I gotta get ahead of her, and I gotta go start a new Bloodborne, so I make a new character in Bloodborne, and start playing it. I haven't played Bloodborne in about two or three years. I fall in love immediately. Oh my god, everybody, if it's been a while since you played Bloodborne, go make a character. That game is so fucking good. It's, it's incredible. Incredible. It's fucking incredible. And that whole opening section with the all the, the, the guys marching towards the crucified werewolf, that was so much fun to revisit and smash through and fuck them up and then get better and get stronger. I'm loving the game. I'm loving the game. And you're using the hunter's cane, which is a really fun weapon. Yes, the threaded cane. Threaded because cane, sorry. I told myself I want to do like a Dark Souls style, so that's the closest to the whip. And also, I always do strength builds. So I go, I'm going to do a skill build. Like, I'm not going to use the Kirk hammer and shit. I'm going to use like skill weapons. I want to like... I want to try some shit. Like, sometimes on Dark Souls, you told me you have a couple of no-shield builds. Mm-hmm. I've never had the balls to play Dark Souls with no shield, but then I'll easily play Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne, but that's because I have the gun. I never He's, used the gun for yeah. parrying, and, and now I'm using it, and now I'm parry-godding shit. It, dude, they have never done parrying better than Bloodborne. It is the best. The parry window makes sense. Like, it, it's just yeah. so intuitive, where in Dark Souls that weird animation for parrying like i know i watched chase the bro and he's fucking incredible at parrying but like it just never made sense to me in bloodborne man i was parry god i i pvp'd in bloodborne like i got invaded probably 10 times and i killed every single invader and i parried a bunch of them i used then i got the whirly gig saw on one of my builds because you know i had to beat it a couple times dude that thing's so good uh, it's a pretty cool weapon. Skill? I remember when I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck is this? It's a like a saw wield on the end of a stick." Yeah, 
Uh, for skill build, you might want you. are probably gonna use the Rakuyo, which isn't. I didn't love it, but people love it. Or you use the the Crow Town the Eileen's weapons. The that's that's the what daggers. I have right now. I have her her double daggers, double diamond, uh, double daggers, and um the it's like a dagger that splits in two when you do the the extended. Uh, the range on it's kind of whack though. Yeah, that's why I'm still using the threaded cane because. I'm kind of like pretending it's like Castlevania. Like I'm trying to like do Castlevania cosplay or whatever. Well, that was definitely an homage to Castlevania. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. It's really great. I think the game is wonderful. I'm doing pretty. I was doing pretty good. I was really nervous to fight uh, Father Gascoigne because he's like a fucking wall. But eventually, I got the guts to just go fight him. I uploaded the video. Go catch me fight him. I'm not sure if you watched it. I no, I didn't. It. I didn't see it. It's like it's fine. I'm even using the cheese tactics, which is first two phases, just keep some some gravestones between you, and then on werewolf phase, use a tree statue thing to keep him at bay. If you and get unlucky like, on them first two, though, and he's just spamming his gun, you can get fucked up real bad. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is people are like, that's the cheese. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure they put those things there as like kind of a like reprieve like for you to have in case because you definitely need to use the gravestones to keep distance from him and once he hits the werewolf phase he can destroy gravestones now and open up the stage the only thing he cannot break through are trees and a big statue and cleverly they placed one tree and one big statue in an awkward corner that you can lock him behind but he only stays behind that tree for like he gets around it very fast so even though i'm quote unquote using the tactics you you can see me like when he's behind the the first two phases where he's human it's fine it's fine bro that last two and a half minutes when he turns into a werewolf and you see me fighting him it's literally down to like next it's like blow for blow you're down it's mm-hmm. down to the end of it and it's so panicking because you see me trying to use the music box because you get the music box. From yeah, his that thing is a to, joke, too. <laughs> dude, you see me keep trying to use it and he keeps hitting me. And at one point he gets me like it looks like he kills me. He one pixels me from death. I don't know. And then I heal and he hits me and goes and takes me back to one pixel. But I defeat him. It's a wonderful moment. I have a great time. I play the game. I continue playing. This is great. I meet Eileen the Crow. My favorite NPC. I don't know why I like her so much. I think it's because I love her outfit. A hunter must hunt. Yes. I love her outfit and I love her stoicism and that she's a fucking badass and she's cool. So I play that and I continue to play the game and I'm like playing Bloodborne. I'm in here. It's tough. You know, I've got to fight the blood starved beast and shit. And then I forgot that once you kill Gascoigne and you go kill the blood starved beast. I, I try to go teleport to the, the Gascoigne Cemetery bonfire, and I realize oh, I can't go there. And my idiot self, I don't, I didn't want to look up like how to do everyone's tr- quests, how to do. I didn't want to look it up completely, so I was like, let me just play and try to remember stuff. Don't do that. Look everything up. Cheat, because if the more you cheat yeah, in Bloodborne, you will still die a million times. If you want somebody to survive, you have to look up what to do. Or you're going to kill all your NPCs because the game kills them very easily. So I didn't realize that when you go back to that bonfire, there's a new guy hanging out there named Henrik. And I see him standing and I'm like, I remember that guy fights me. But I think maybe I could walk up to him. Maybe he won't just attack me. 
So I walk up. Obviously, he attacks me. And then from behind me comes Eileen the Crow. I forgot that she perches up near the top, and I could have spoken to her before, and she would have told me, that's Henrik. If you go down there, we're going to go fuck that dude up. So I didn't realize, and I trigger him. We get in a fight, and I'm fighting. I'm throwing poison darts at him. As I throw the final poison dart to kill him, he kills her within half a second before my final poison dart kills him. So now, Eileen the Crow is dead, and I'm mad. That's when you, Aaron, and Jesse Candelori, our other Jesse Squared partner, get messages from me. I'm like, fuck this. I quit. I'm taking the game out. I'm deleting my files. I'm pulling a Caprio. I'm just like, fuck this. I fucking hate Bloodborne. I'm so mad that she's... Dude, I'm so mad that she's dead. And uh, I had to get over it. I realized... And Jesse... Jesse's like, dude, you got her badge, whatever. There's nothing really else to do. You get her weapon. You know, like, you're good. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I we keep playing. Last night, I'm playing more. I'm playing more. I get kidnapped by the freaking the 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 the, the kidnappers, and then I meet the the hiding the hiding nun, and you're supposed to tell her to go to the cathedral. You can tell her to go to the cathedral, or you can go tell her to go to Iosefka's clinic. And she, and if you tell her nothing, she goes, it's fine. I have a friend at the cathedral. I'll just go there. But I go, you know what? Let me uh, let me go back to the to the hunter's dream and do some leveling stuff, and I'll come back and talk to her. Not realizing, no, you only get one shot, dude. Once I went back, she's gone. She died. She's dead. Yeah, she's yeah. That's forever. she tried to walk to the hunter to I mean to the cathedral of Odin, Odin cathedral or whatever Erden. Erden. and uh she's dead so now i killed i'm killing all my npcs that's i feel so bad like i almost want to start from scratch but i'm not going to but i realized that without looking ahead a little bit because there's so many th- this is how blood uh blasphemous is going to be for you is like when you meet an npc bro i would say text me first because you don't want spoilers or try to find spoiler like guides i mean i would say just play the game by yourself first because it's not that long of a game even though it's pretty long but that's the thing if you if you fuck up like i met her i was like you know what let me come back to her she's safe here she's in she's hiding downstairs she'll be fine and i came back and she's gone and i'm like fuck and i like her storyline because when you meet the whore um no offense like that's what she is you meet this girl who's a prostitute and you save her eventually the nun if you talk to the prostitute too much and you take her blood the nun gets jealous and murders the whore. And then eventually, like, gets so rageful Jesse, that she tries to whore. kill you. Oh, stop saying whore. I'm sorry. Well, th- that's what the game calls her. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. The game calls her that. That's, like, her job. But anyways, um, <clears throat> when you interact with the Lady of the Night too much, the nun gets upset. And she eventually, one day you come back and the Lady of the Night is dead. And if you go talk to the nun... She literally has blood all over her hands, and she's like, but if, if you don't look at her, you just hear her say, like, oh, no, something bad happened. But if you zoom in and look at her hands, there's blood all over her hands, which is kind of kind of pretty neat, um, cool thing. So, yeah, I just want to say Bloodborne was fun. It was great. Um, I'm having a great time killing all of my fucking characters. That's great. I suck at it. Um, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm pretty okay. You know who I've okay never at. killed is who? the guy that's in... The uh, man, one of the cathedrals. When you go back, and there's just a dude in Eileen's armor. 
and he fucks you up bad. I forget. I, forget. I didn't. I don't know. I thought you were gonna bring up the weird, uh, hurt guy who turned into a werewolf. No, there's a. There's Somebody a takes her armor and wears it and fights you in it. Yeah. Because I was wondering armor, why I don't have the access. I have her badge, so he, I can buy her weapon, but I cannot buy her armor yet. Yeah, he's wearing her armor except for her helmet. I think he's wearing like a. I don't know. He's in a church. You you go back in this church later and. Like, you fight a boss in there, and then you come back, and all of a sudden, there's just a dude, and he runs full steam at you, and he's insane. I've never beaten him. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it it is, you know, not to go too far into it, but yeah, it is a... God damn it, it holds up, man. It's like it holds up even to, like, all of the Souls games. Oh, yeah. Even 3. Even it holds... It's kind of... Oh, I like it better than 3. It's like the best FromSoft game. Like I like Dark Souls for what Dark Souls is, and I like that a lot. But Bloodborne is really on some shit. It's the it's hardest. It's where they perfected it, I'd say. Like the the gameplay, and I hated it. You know, I hated it. Dude, we all hated it. It's yeah. like, like fucking. I mean, I hated Dark Souls for years, and it took you know the, the long story of said a million times. You and Nick got me into it, and then. Bloodborne was like, no shield, this is stupid. That's not fair. I'm losing my stamina. And now I feel more powerful running around in Bloodborne. Like and more I feel safer in Bloodborne than I do in Dark Souls, even though Dark Souls Dark Souls lets me tank around with a fucking tower shield. Yeah, and enemies are a lot slower. I mean in three there are some really fast bullshit enemies, but the thing with Bloodborne is you just it requires <laughs> yeah, a lot. Gets pretty stupid. It requires a lot from you. Like it requires you to play smarter. But once you start figuring out how to play it, it feels so good. Like it it just feels comfortable to play that game the way it's intended. It's a great game, man. It's probably top two. No, it's definitely top two of FromSoft for me. Yeah, I'm, I, I've I'll never really... get there with Sekido, but. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been talking to our boy Caprio, and he he went through Sekido, and like he had his problem with Sekido, and, and he hated it. Sekido broke him so much within an hour of buying it that he traded in every FromSoft game. And now, by now, that was a long time, like oh, maybe a year ago or less. Yeah, when Sekido came and out, I can't when he came out, and then by now he's he crushes Sekido now. Now he's beaten it max. Like he, yeah, that's kind of how he is, mm-hmm. you know. And this is yeah. more Bloodborne and shit. Um, but I want to go into Sekido again, but there's just things I'm remembering. I just there's don't like the way it I'm plays. It's not like it, it, the, the loop of that game. I don't like the like constant parry, you know, like the, the weird parry the, system. It's the that. sword fighting. Yeah. I don't like it's, it. It's the whole like, kind of like clang, 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 mm-hmm. clang, clang, dodge away. Like I'm fine until I have to fight one of those tall samurai knight buddies. Yeah. One of those, you know, those mini boss mm-hmm. night dudes, and then I don't want to fight Genichiro oh, God. again. And then, and then the I know there's an, another Ugh. version of him, and then the apes, and it's like, yeah, I just have no interest. Well, the thing is, is there's too much of a distance between the common gameplay loop and then a boss. Yeah, it's like, all right, man, like you just jumped like literally ten levels in difficulty. I was just sneaking around a level, slicing throats, and now, I mean, I get it, like, awesome, the harder the game is, the better I am, and I'm gonna, like, I'm not that kind of gamer, like, to bring up Caprio, he's the type of dude that plays one game at a time, literally, only one at a time, he only plays one game at a time, Mm -hmm. 
And then he plays that game until he crushes it. So, like, when he played Doom, he played Doom and then, like, basically platinumed it. Like, okay, I beat it. Now I'm going to beat it on hard mode, ultra hard mode. Like, I'm not really one of those guys. I've been, I consider myself a true son family member of Dark Souls. And I don't play New Game Plus on Dark Souls games. I just play them through. And then I either continue to run through the world and level my character or I make new characters. I don't new game plus it. Some people have told me that you're not true for that. I don't need your approval. No, I yeah, like you the game. Play how you like and to play. I don't... Yeah. Gascoigne is hard enough. I still see I was on the forums the other day, and there are still people posting about how the fuck do I kill Gascoigne on New Game Plus? Oh one. see, I on New Game. I've never soloed Gascoigne, but once I got to New Game Plus, and I did play New Game Plus because you have to for parts of the um, Platinum, uh, I was like, I'm going to solo every boss I didn't solo, and I did. I did not beat the game, but I beat, you know, I mean, I soloed Cleric Beast the first time I played Bloodborne, um, and I thought, yeah, I like three took me two tries this time. We the before we streamed it, I beat him, and then I was like, you know, I'm not going to play any further. And we'll stream. And then we got to Gascoigne, and you and I tried him, and then Paul beat him first try, and we were pissed, remember? Um, yeah. But in New Game Plus, I had gotten my bearing. Because the problem with Gascoigne is he exists at the very beginning, and he's like, a, he should be like a late game boss because of how insane he is, you know? It's the werewolf phase. Yeah. There's something about the werewolf phase of Gascoigne that. It's up to par with third act bosses in level of aggression. Dude, German... Like later, you're fighting cosmic alien beings that are not as aggressive or yeah, damaging exactly. as Gascoigne is. And like German... And you're fighting him in the beginning. German's German. not even like that. Like, I, I beat him first try. I got to him and I knew I was going to fight him. I beat the living piss out of him, parrying every one of his moves. <laughs> I, I beat him, had almost all of my blood vials and then you fight the moon presence for that ending and yeah. i one-shotted moon presence like solo these were all you know at the end of the game i was like oh i'll just go you know give it like every boss in that game i tried solo a couple times i tried to do that dark souls 3 when it first came out i didn't because you and i were playing a lot and jesse candelori was playing so we were kind of going through the it game. was that was prime time baby yeah that was the best dark souls was on the top of the world three was the new flashy hot thing the servers were packed passwords like, dude, existed. you couldn't go you yeah dude passwords you couldn't go on there without a million people it was the it was the prime time we're gonna get that again with demons remember that and with Let's elden ring baby yeah man uh so yeah so bloodborne is great i mean it'll be fun i think what we should do is like i'll, I'll wait to find a cool spot and if you guys have got i know candelori was messaging me she was like hey man if you're having problems just holler at me i'll help you if you need I got you. Yeah, the, and then also Cap Caprio has like a level 250 something character. And he's like, dude, just hit me up whenever you want to kill something. But I know how he is. He likes just killing shit and doesn't care. So I know that I could call him and be like, hey, man, can you just beat the witch woods for me? And I'll yeah. walk behind you. And he'll be like, sure. I don't want to do that. No, you like, want to play together. You don't want to like like stand still and have someone run through and murk everything. Yeah. He's just going to be like, I got this, you know, I'll, I'll like right that bitch now I don't, there. I don't want to fight Vicar Amelia 10 times. So I'm going to call him in and be like, look, help me take out Vicar Amelia. 
but I'm not letting you go into the woods with me because those witch woods are creepy as shit. Oh, yeah. And if I let him in my game, he's going to wipe the board within five minutes. Yeah. I'll so, I'll dig it out of a box. I have it somewhere. You know, I mean, I, I just don't... I have it in my box full of games. I just haven't unboxed everything because I have to set up shelves, you know? Like, I don't have a lot of room where I'm at. You might even have it on PS Plus, bro. That's I I don't even use my disc. I just have it mm, from PS Plus. Because it was I have free, a download yeah. of it. It was um, a while back. Um, but we were going long on, on Bloodborne. Yeah, that's that's it for me on that stuff. I guess we'll do some news... Well, I'm gonna Before talk. Before you do your review, no, I'm gonna talk review my first. review first, and then we'll do news. Just because I, you know, I don't want to string. I mean, luckily, if if you're here for the Last of Us to talk, you've gotten some. But um, I'll go a little deeper. I'm gonna try and no, do minimum, true, yeah. minimal spoilers. Um, you don't care because you're you're probably not gonna play it, and you're not. I'm going to play it, but I don't have an well, emotional investment. Yes, and I don't so mean I'm that okay. in like an insulting way. I just mean you're not like rushing to play it. You're not like b- waiting yeah. with bated breath, so it's not the that big a deal. Um, I would just say don't tell anybody who if anybody dies or if like oh the zombies are actually aliens. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I won't. No, I won't, I'm gonna are avoid. The, are the zombies aliens? No. Um, oh, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and rate it. I'll rate it up front. I'm, man, this was What's like the scale one one to five. Yeah, no one to halves? five. I'm gonna do halves though. I'm I've decided okay. like I need that room. I need that wiggle room. Yeah, halves are important because four yeah. to five is a big deal. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. It would have been a four and a four point five. I have very little issues with the game other than I think. They didn't really add much to the gameplay. They didn't really add too many new weapons. Like, there's, you know, there's a couple, and and some of them are really cool. Like, uh, Abby gets a crossbow that I really liked a lot. Um, and they added some more attachments you can put on it, which was cool. Um, but you, but you did say like, you're. I, I'm not sure if it was you. You're still only like throwing bricks or bottles, right? Yep. Like so to, there's no is there Molotovs? Yeah, you have Molotovs. You can well oh, okay. Ellie has Molotovs and then Abby has pipe bombs, which are great because you can hit someone oh, with it cool. and it'll stun them for a second. They're like, what the fuck? And then they just explode and it's awesome. Concussion. Yeah. Sick. Um yeah, so I'm gonna give it a four. It would have been a four and a half, but the ending I just <sighs> it's weird, man. Spo- no spoilers here, but it does Tony, you know, former host of Nerd Porn with me uh, and a friend of mine, he, uh, him and I were talking because he had beaten it like two days before I did. Uh, we were talking as I was finishing up the game, you know, I was chatting him and I'm like, man, I don't see what the problem is. Like people are freaking out. And I know that, you know, some of the, what happens in the story is controversial in terms of like, you know, major characters have things happen to them that are pretty crazy, you know? Yeah, but that's fine. American History X is a movie that people think is, like, really incredible, and that movie is terrifying. Yeah. And in this, I mean, you know, this is the continuation of a story in a post-apocalyptic world. Of course things are going to happen. Like, people are going to get injured, you know? People are going to die, whatever. Um, I was like, I don't get it. This is great. You see, so there is a... There is a thing that happens that's major in the story, and it involves both of the main characters. And so they they are circling the drain together. They're basically coming after each other. Um, and you, oh, that sounds fun! Like it's, they're, like they're both aware of each other and yes, kind of coming at each other. So it's interesting because when you play as Abby, Ellie is basically the last boss. She's the bad guy of the game. Like you're after her, because, technically from her standpoint. Yes, 
Yes, because this is a gray world. You know, it's a yeah. It's that's a fucking great way to put it. It's a gray world. Yeah. So depending on where you're standing, technically, Abby and uh, or, or uh, what was the other girl's name? Ellie. Ellie could be the bad guy. Like, yeah, because that's that sounds actually that actually entices me a lot more than I had thought of before. Like, so they have kind of a rivalry or something. Yeah. So you play through the same three days twice, and people are pissed about it, but you're not going. To like you're going to a couple of the same areas, but you're, it's not like they're recycling content. It's that you're you're viewing the same events from two sides, and it's really interesting. And so Ellie is out for revenge. You know, like Abby does something that you know fucks up Ellie's life, basically. And in in a, in a you know people she cares about get injured. Um, and so Ellie's like, fuck this. I'm going to kill her ass, you know? And so she's hunting her and all her friends. So as Abby, you're like doing shit and then you're coming back to like your camp and two of your friends are dead. And you're like, what the fuck? You know? And like, oh. yeah, it's very crazy. And you, I mean, a lot of people didn't like Abby. Like, the, and that's personal preference. Like, she might just not be a character you like because she's, she's a fucking. Wait, but but she's swole though. Can you punch dudes? Yes, dude. You, her <laughs> yeah. melee kills. She fucking punches people, and their heads explode. <laughs> like she stomps people's skulls. Like it's awesome. Like her Fuck stealth kills. She just games, chokes people and breaks their necks. Dude, some of these games where you play as like, I'm this little cute character, and like they're swinging like a hammer. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I'm like, okay, Abby looks swole. Can I knock someone the fuck out with like a haymaker? Oh, yeah. Like another punch someone's lights out. Watch Angry Joe's review. I mean, if <laughs> if you don't want spoilers, don't. Watch I don't. His I don't mind about spoilers. I'm if I, he has a I, whole section I, of just showing Abby punching <laughs> everyone, and he like he must have when he played that part because it's it's a you play as Abby for twelve hours. Like you're it's half the game. Yeah, it's you're, part of you're, the game. You're bouncing back and forth. Um, that's a cool way to do it. That takes a lot of guts to. That's what I was saying. That's it's kind of like what Metal Gear did with Raiden, yes. where they sold Metal Gear Two to everyone, mm-hmm. and everyone thought you were going to play a Snake, and Snake was just the intro tutorial for an hour, and then you played as some fucking weeb for the yeah. rest of the game, some anime kid. So I like that. So it's it's, uh, it's sounds fun and interesting and different. I really liked it, and if it had ended, there's like. Dude, so Tony said it perfect. He said they pull a Lord of the Rings because in Return of the King, there's like 15 or there's literally five parts that you're like, this is the end of the movie. It's going to end. It's going to fade to black right here. And then it goes on and on and on. There's a moment that's such a perfect moment for the game to just end. And you're like, this is cathartic. Like, It's it's not happy because bad things have happened. Everyone's dealing with bad things, right? Yeah. But it's cathartic. You feel good. Like it is a good positive ending. And then they're like, nah. And it goes on for three more hours. And then it just ends on this like bleak, ugh. Like so, no like, one's happy. Well, I guess I can't ask it because it'll be spoilers. Like, so they just tack on three hours, like, oh, yeah, well, it, there was this other uh, camp that had bad guys in it. You might as well go there and kill them too or something. It shit. literally feels like DLC. No, and not necessary. I will say it like this: spoilers, 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 spoilers. And this isn't—I'm not going to spoil the story, but spoilers for the end part. of what you believe should have been the end, and they tack on. So, yeah, this is for you because I'm gonna—I'm gonna keep it 
because the story I want you to experience it. You know, it's yeah, good. yeah. Keep it, keep so, it light because I'm going say, to play this because of you. I'm going to. But play I've already, game. I've already said Ellie and Abby are after each other. Like the whole game, Abby's basically after Ellie, and then Ellie's after Abby. You know, like that's that sounds the, cool. I yeah. like that. Sounds like kind of like that's probably the most enthralling thing I've heard. Is like, oh shit, these two characters like fucking hate each other, and like I already know the controversy of of Ellie. And I don't know who Abby is, but I can imagine this whole situation's a mess. And then I can see they're probably just two sides of a coin. The well, when you find out and you find out very early, they're the same person. I said this, not the same person. They would have been really good friends if they were uh, in the same camp because they're from two different groups, basically. Yeah. Um, when you find out who Abby is and you find out very early, you understand. It makes it it's fucking crazy. It's a really good okay. story. So. They're circling the, each other, right? And there's a moment where uh, Ellie gets away, right? Like the, you're, you're like, oh shit, this is it. Like you're, you're on, Abby's gonna kill her, whatever. And th- she gets away. Cut to, you know, like six months later or whatever it is, she's living on a farm with her girlfriend. Like they're, they're. The you're guy. already saying too much. Well, no, it's fine because this is again, this is where it should end. Like, you know. This isn't the ending. This is where it should end. Like no, yeah. yeah. There's okay. like a this ending where it's like Ellie has moved Everything has forward. Passed. She's okay. she's dealt with so much horrible shit. And like they show she has a little PTSD. There's like these things that, you know, trigger her and like she's dealing with it. Okay. And then it she's like me of something. Go ahead. And then she's like just randomly is like, Well, I gotta go find Abby. Bye. <laughs> and then so, just goes. Okay. Like leaves, like has this the ending. If they would have faded, so there's a so part where Ellie's sitting on this tractor, and you've seen it. It's the farm, like with the wheat, like she's walking through the wheat yeah. field or whatever, and it's like one of the most beautiful skyboxes ever I've seen in a game ever. It's up there with like those Horizon Zero Dawn skyboxes, you know, like where you're just seeing mountains and fucking yeah. snow and beauty. That's she's, another one I'm gonna go back and replay soon. And she sits on a tractor, looks out, and she's like talking. You know, saying basically kind of just like what you, you know, like kind of saying what she's learned, right? And what she's, yeah, like where God, she's this at. This is over, like yeah. she's reflecting. And you're like, it's going to fade to black. Holy shit. What a perfect game. Like, it still would have been perfect. It would have been a four and a half for me or even a 4.75. There's like a couple little things I didn't like, right? Very small nitpicks, but that just would hold it back from being perfect to me. Story wise, I was like, this is a really good revenge story, like all around. And then, yeah. and then it's like it fades to black for a second. It cuts to black, and then it's like, oh, she walks in the house, and then at n- that night, she's like, well, I'm gonna go find her and kill her. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> well, why? And yeah, then it's like out of nowhere. So there's no foreshadow, or it's just it's just an excuse to push the narrative forward. Basically. Yes, and it doesn't feel right. I don't want to say why. When you play it, we'll talk more about it. And yeah, at that point, definitely. we'll be. I'm gonna. I'm going to play it. In fact, while we're on right now, I'm actually going into my log and setting the download queue for Last of Us, so I can play that through. Yeah, that one's only like 15 um, hours, dude. You can knock that out. Play it on easy. Get through the story because the stealth. I is annoying. can't play it on easy because I then I then if I play Last of Us on easy, that's gonna tack on. 10 to 15 hours on my last of us two playthrough because i'm not going to play that on easy so no, i need so, to play last of us so i can learn the combat well dude last of us two has some of the best options 
for... I'm not going to change them because I listen, want my trophies. Oh, fuck the trophies, dude. I, don't I like think... trophies. I'm fighting Christian. Christian's got more trophies than me. He's he's almost at the end of level 20 in trophies, and I'm in the middle of 20. I got to beat him. And? Dude, I don't even know that it affects <laughs> trophies. Look it up. Look up what trophies get affected because all I did was I kept everything at normal or moderate, what they call it. I took stealth to light, which is one below. It goes light, very light, like, you know, super easy or whatever the bottom one yeah, is. which is really, really convenient. I dropped do stealth down one because I was like, I, I hate stealth. Like, I don't really like and enjoy stealth. I don't mind it in The Last of Us games, but sometimes it's mostly the zombies. They're like psychic almost, and it just gets really annoying. Yeah, and I, not, I don't mind fighting humans, even if it's a really difficult board. It's when the, it's like when you bring bloaters yeah. and screamers. Mm-hmm. It's it's their versions of zombies. It's like, dude, it's like I've even heard like high level people be like, there's one part of that game where if you fuck up in, in uh, Last of Us 1, like if you fuck up on your save file and you get stuck in this school uh, oh, yeah, without school. proper mm-hmm. uh, uh, ammo. You either have to restart or you have to like basically kill ten dudes with four bullets. Yeah, you have to drop the you have to drop the difficulty down and then stealth kill everyone. That's how I got through that. I did it in that and in this because again, I I'm not proud. Like I'm not a proud. You know, I'm not like this. Like I'm a fucking gamer. Like I enjoyed the stories. You know, there's certain games that I won't like. You know, I I play from games. And the way you drop the difficulty there is you summon your friends and you have a good time when you're raid raging. You know, you know? what you say, what you're saying is very true. Because Last of Us, I have no emotional tie to. And you're right. Um, I do know the gameplay. And I prefer Resident Evil 6 over that, even though it's a same over-the-shoulder kind of shooter game. So I think you're right. Maybe I should just play it on easy. Just get Because get, I, I have too many other games. I just bought... Yes, dude. I didn't see on my week. I just bought Persona 5 Royal yes. Edition or whatever. And it's like, what do, what, do I think that I'm going to play... Dude. Uh, the Last of Us 1 and 2 within a weekend? No, that's going to be a huge commitment, and I don't want to give it that, so you're right. Maybe I should just that's go what I did. for the story. Dude, why do you think I'm cheating in a game series I love? <laughs> I love the Legend of Heroes. Or like I'm in love with those games, but I know that ahead of me, I've got like four or five games that I'm I'm going to have to plow through 80 hours of, and, and I'm going to love every minute of it, but I want to get there. So instead of like, if I would have played, uh, I played the first Trails game, uh, forty hours, and you know, but that's like ten or twelve hours of farming that I did, and I enjoyed it. But I played that that many hours, and then I got uh, my buddy was like, "Use cheat engine and give yourself gold, so you're not like far because you don't get gold off monsters. You get these crystals that you then have to use to cast spells, and I was selling them, and then I was running out of them because <laughs> you can convert that to money, and that's how I was making money." And he that I like so I played almost the entire game. I was at the very last chapter before I did the gave myself gold. Um, but anyways, I'm I'm trying to conserve time mostly. And so with Last of Us, I was like, I want to get through this and not rage. Like I don't want to be mad at it because that t- taints the story. That'll taint that part of the story for me. You know, I'll be like this fucking bullshit or whatever. Yeah. And so I gave my I took down stealth one peg, and I took. Uh, I made it so it gave me more resources, so I had more bullets. Like, I had more bullets in crafting, so I could make my Molotovs and shit. And so then, that was how it was easier for me. I did drop difficulty down. I tried this one boss. Like, it was a zombie boss, 
and it I tried it like three times, and it, it it's like an event one, and it annoyed me so bad that I was like, no, nope, I'm not doing it. Like, I yeah. didn't rage, but I was like, I'm going to. Like, if I keep trying this, it's gonna taint me. And yeah, so, it's. I mean, that kind of thing happened with me, even with Bloodborne. Like, I'm having a great time, having a great time, and then you know the Eileen thing happened, and then the nun thing happened, and it's like, even though you're liking what you're doing something happens and you're just like i gotta put this down because if i keep grinding forward mm-hmm. it's just gonna increase yeah. resentment and anger and shit just like take a break you know that's yeah, I mean, why like every... remember, remember the remember the we used to do that the nintendo Wii. oh yeah it used to be every like now take and a then break. used to be like hey you want to go outside get some sunlight take a break <laughs> it's and like... you want to be like hey asshole if I wanted to get sunlight, I wouldn't have bought you, you little bitch. You should be mad I don't get sunlight. You know, like, you want an indoor kid, baby, because that's who your money comes from. Um, but, yeah, so, as spoiler-free, like, again, you know, luckily I, I warned. Um, and, and what I said isn't, it gives you, you know, that's it's about three-quarters of the way through the game, but you've already played the story <clears throat> up to that point once. So you've already seen the the part that triggers that. And so it's about like a, you do like 10 hours uh, uh, one way, then 10 hours the other, then you do the end. You know, then it's like the end story. Yeah. And it's, so it's about a cycle of violence. That's what the, this is about is a cycle of revenge and hate, right? And so you see it and, and the message is received and you understand it and everyone's learning from it, right? Like, you kind of see it how it's affecting all these characters because it's not just the main two characters. There's all these people dealing with these different things that they're, you know, wanting revenge for and, and hating each other for, right? Well, especially if you're talking about Last of Us, that that's a very charged game. Yeah, it's so. And the thing is, I I even think that it takes a certain level of not intellectual level, but like maybe like under like someone who understands humanity, like you're dealing with a game that is heavily emotionally charged. So this isn't for people who are like, ha ha GTA run over civilians and shoot zombies. Like, no man. Like, like I think that half the people who are not, I, I don't know what the number of people who are talking shit of like, whatever this and that. It's like, dude, this is the equivalent of like a very serious drama movie that traumatizes people as a game. Like, yeah. The first game, man, it's that's a top like a like that's a top five game probably ever story wise for me. Fucking crazy! The first fifteen minutes, the opening of Last of Us One. I did not know what the opening of Last of Us One, and I played it. And I, you know, why I bought that? I bought it because a friend of mine who I respect was like, "The game is amazing," and I was like, "Yeah, I like third-person shooters, but I don't really care about zombie shit." And then one day I said, "Fuck it, I'm irresponsible with my money," and I went and bought Last of Us One within the first three days it was released, and I played that first fifteen minutes. Where, fucking, you know what? Even if no one's played, well, y- y'all know spoilers. Joel's daughter gets shot. The OG and uh crying dude it usually takes a while for a game to do that it automatically sets you in a point where you are like in a panic you're home with your kid and then everything's going crazy you're running away 
And they definitely have something going. That first 15 minutes of Last of Us 1 is why I will give this series a chance forever. It's just that I hit a wall with bloaters and screamers in a school. And I hear that that is a part, a section of part one that a lot of people, like they say like there's a problem when you go into that section, if you don't have armor or if you don't have ammo and shit, you can kind of find yourself in a position where this game kind of, it's like Dark Souls. You can kind of find yourself in a position where the game auto-saved and you have to kill 100 people, but you have one bullet. Like, obviously, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's one part, specifically in Dark Souls 1, where you're in a school and you can you mean be last trapped of us in one. an area. Or Last of Us. What did I call it? <laughs> you Dark call it Souls? Dark Souls. Yeah, Last of Us, where there's a school section or something where there's a there's like a bloater and a bunch of screamers or some shit. And that's the room that fucked me. Where I was like, you know what? I kept trying it and I was like, fuck it. But I did understand there's good writing here. Oh, yeah. I may like Tomb Raider more because I'm jumping and I'm climbing glaciers and I'm fucking finding tombs. But I definitely understand that Last of Us is a quality game. It may not be my dig, but I mean, if the gameplay is designed well, I'm going to do it. And and by now I kind of feel it's a responsibility of mine as this is what we do, man. We podcast and talk about games I probably should fucking play the game so I can know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'll just end on, I did missed up a little bit in this one. There's a, a section with Joel and Ellie that is really, really, really touching. Like, uh, it's it's at a museum. Just know that. It's, okay. It's really, really good. And I mean, it, that's, a, that's a testament to the voice acting and the mocap, you know, that they do. And it's all in-game graphics. Like, there's no cinematics. It transitions. Yeah. Well, the mocap is crazy. The facial capture is yeah, top notch. Just act. Those are actors, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a very good game. I didn't love the ending, but it didn't. It didn't detract from the rest of the game for me. It just I was like, man, I wish they would have ended at this other part. And then if they did do that as DLC, I would have just kind of recognized what it was about and said, I'm not interested. You know, like I'm gonna let the game yeah. end because I didn't. I, I didn't play the first game's DLC. I hear it's amazing. I just I didn't because you know I was done. I think it. the first game's DLC is is Ellie has a friend, and they go on an adventure. It's almost yeah. kind of like Uncharted because like Uncharted had a DLC or a second like, like a last game which was like two side characters went on an adventure mm-hmm. or something, yeah. something like that. But so yeah, okay. So 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 okay. So last question about that is. What what was more impactful and profound to you, the gameplay, or the? I'm not gonna say message, or but the story. Oh, the story. Okay, so other than that, the gameplay is good. Yeah, the shooting but, is pretty no, tight. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay, so comparable, like not like revolutionary, like so. The big deal isn't like revolutionizing the video game or the no. shooter. It's storytelling. Yeah, Neil Druckmann had a story to tell. And a lot of people are mad about it, but um, I only disliked one part of it, honestly. Okay. Fucking sweet, man. Yeah. Um, So so we got left left is uh, the review. You said the score was four out of five. Yeah, four out of five, yeah. And then we got a couple of news stories. So we got news, and then we'll talk about, we'll briefly touch on the big uh, FGC news that is going on. But I'll I'll save that for last because these stories are pretty quick. Um, okay. So, 
Uh, right now, Michael Keaton is in talks to return as Bruce Wayne, uh, you know, old Bruce Wayne slash Batman in, in the, the Flash's Flashpoint film for DC. I saw that. With the Flash movie with, um, what's his name? The cute Ezra guy. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I like that movie he did. We have to we have to talk or whatever. We have to talk about Kevin. But yeah, I watched that with uh Wingate. Where are my fucking comics, Wingate? <laughs> Me and Wingate watched that movie together one night. Bro, that movie is we have to talk about Kevin. It's a book with the too. guy who plays Flash. It's a book as well. That yeah, movie that has... is, is is very um it's very good. It's and dark. it's also like it's a real hitter, man. It hits that you. has Tilda Swinton in it and um, Ezra Miller. Tilda Swinton plays his mom. She <laughs> was uh, the ancient in Doctor Strange. Uh, t- I mean, Tilda okay. Swinton's been in everything. Oh, right. but she's a very oh, she... famous actress. Yeah, she's a very good actress. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I all I remember not to be a fucking creepo is there's a scene where his mom walks in his room. He's like standing up, like just naked, just masturbating masturbating like jerking himself and his mom walks in the room and he just looks at her and just keeps eye contact hard eye oh, contact God. and keeps just like and i remember i was like oh this guy's a psycho uh but it was a very it was a very cool movie i don't know why the fuck she chose that she's like let's watch this movie and i was like let's go and we watched this movie and we by the end of it we were both like you know when you watch something and you're almost tired at the end yeah, of it it's you're like, like draining. you're like emotionally exhausted mm-hmm. yeah it was like you know what even before i leave can we go outside i need a cigarette because that movie was it was pretty uh, it was pretty shit it was pretty uh, it was a good movie but it was weird but yeah um yeah, I think it would be pretty I'm, cool. It's, you know, Flashpoint is Flash going through different realities and different dimensions or whatever, so. That's what scares me, the mess of the whole Flashpoint thing and the whole it's, thing it's with... Gonna have, that's how they're going to reorganize the DC Cinematic Universe without, you know, Ben Affleck. They're going to remove a lot of that stuff and kind yeah, of Yeah, but then they have it. to bring in Bruce's father as the gun-toting Batman and Bruce's mom as the psycho well, Joker mom. They don't have to do that. They just... They don't have to, but that's what happened. I mean, I mean, you're right. It is a tool they can use to reset the the universe. Yeah. But it's kind of... Um, I'm definitely very happy. Um, I don't know who else has crossed DC to Marvel lanes because he's got... He's got Batman and he's got Vulture. Yeah. Has anyone crossed DC? Marvel yeah, lanes? I mean, Ryan Reynolds was Green Lantern and then Deadpool. Okay, and he was example. Hannibal in um, uh, Blade Trinity. So he was That's already true. in Marvel. Then he went to DC. Then he went back to Marvel. That's true. God, is he the hottest man alive? Yeah, he's a very. He nice might guy. be the best. I mean, Brad Pitt in Fight Club era is probably the sexiest man that's ever lived, right? I, like, but the thing is, I don't think Brad Pitt has the wit. No. That, you know what I mean? No, he seems like, like a fucking idiot, like, like talking to him. Time Ryan Reynolds, fucking you, like, <laughs> like, like, like with. Bro, mute with your phone, Ernest. dude. I can hear it going off. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's fine. Um, rabbit. Fucking rabbit. That's fine. So, uh, we've got two video game tv shows in the work so amazon studios uh, has announced they're making a fallout series a live action fallout series uh and hbo has confirmed they're uh starting production on a last of us live action series so i think last of us will translate really well if, if they just keep it you know 
that tight story from the first game. I I see a couple episodes, you know, like a six, seven episode season that will make you cry. Uh, it's definitely two dichotomies. Uh, Last of Us definitely will hinge towards specific characters doing specific things and we watching us watching things that happen unless they go different and they go um this is a different family during the clicker period no but if it's about joel and ellie yeah, it's gonna be joel and then ellie we, then we know what's happening and we're gonna get that first 15 minutes that's gonna be the first episode that's gonna be the intro to the first episode oh yeah uh oh, yeah. which is gonna be heartbreaking hopefully hopefully it doesn't turn into walking dead um Fallout to me looks at looks like um, somebody who thinks they can just say, "Look, we can just make another apocalypse, uh, uh, post-apocalyptic yeah. Mad Max shit." Because Fallout doesn't really have characters that we stand behind. It's more of post-apocalyptic. It's just fucking Mad Max. Get out of yeah. here. You have no narrative. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm Last of Us. Yes, Fallout. Unnecessary. I think, I, think. It, I think Fallout could be done well, but I mean, I, I I agree with you that like I don't really know what new they can tell in that in like in that genre. No, they're gonna have to make new. We're gonna have to meet like a new character with a new backstory and waste the whole first season. Like it's not gonna become. You're not gonna see what are they called? Death Walkers. Oh yeah. What are the Death what Claws? Are those things? Yeah, you're not gonna see those till season three if it gets greenlit. Or maybe I would, season two. I would like, see doing New Vegas. That's like a pretty tight story. Um, I don't know anything about New Vegas. New Vegas, <laughs> you play a delivery guy. You're like a courier, and someone has you delivering a poker chip, and then you get shot in the head, and you like get buried, and then you wake up, and then it's like you're figuring out why you were targeted. You know, so it could be like I mean, a. Like, it goes pretty deep. There's there's some crazy shit there. That's like Obsidian made that game, uh, and yeah. it had a way better story. That, that's why it had a better story. But yeah, I'm I with would say you. before Fallout, make a Bioshock game, a yes. Bioshock show or movie. <sighs> Bioshock One. Oh my god, that I, I've re- been heavily, heavily deciding whether or not to play them. I have them all. Dude, I own all Bioshock games. Play Bioshock and I'm, One. I've never it's... played any of them play one it's so good two's whatever and infinite's very good but one is like a straight up horror game yeah i played about an hour of infinite and it was just really bright which was fine yeah but uh but yeah like i would think before fallout you know i i hear that bioshock was one of the really big like i hear bioshock was like almost like one of the next bigger really good ips after like something like a halo yeah like halo was great we all love but bioshock i hear is still great and i don't know nothing about all i know about bioshock is injecting yourselves with magic big daddies and little babies mm-hmm. that's all i know and but I, I but uh fallout the show just sounds like it's gonna be uh walking dead yeah i agree but we'll, I mean, we will see. There, Amazon Studios also doing the Lord of the Rings show, so that'll probably tell us what if it if they have the capability of producing. That's so crazy because I just saw a meme today that said, um, "One day someone's gonna remake Lord of the Rings and everyone's gonna hate it. Just get ready for it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it because we still think that Lord of the Rings is like like I remember 
I was at a religious conference when I used to be part of a religion um, because my parent, my mother made me go. And I remember being at lunch one day and, and like Lord of the Rings trailers had come out. And this one guy, Daryl, Daryl was like, did you see Legolas, buddy? With Arrow, buddy? And this is before Lord of the Rings came out. So this is when we first saw trailers when Lord of the Rings won was like oh my god like almost like that matrix time and like where movies were like oh my god can you believe it looks so real yeah. you know we've hit the we've hit the uncanny valley so we're done and we don't get that spike anymore you know when matrix came out when lord of the rings and i remember lord of the rings being like oh my god and then hobbit came out but seeing that meme today where I, where someone was like someone's going to remake lord of the rings the original trilogy and you're going to hate it yeah, it's literally I, happening at Amazon. Oh my god! But they're doing they make, it as a TV series, so it's just gonna just, be extended. It's gonna have all of the shit from the books, probably. Well, yeah, but also remember, we also have the example of Star Wars failing, but then Mandalorian supposedly is really good. It's great. So hopefully, we get some Mandalori Mandalore of the Rings. Mandalore of the Rings. All right. So <laughs> last one. Um, I just saw this. Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC on August 5th. It'll be yes. out on Steam and Epic Game Store. So everybody, if you haven't played it, if you don't own a PS4, get that game. It's fucking awesome. I need, I'm I'm going to play through it. I decided because awesome. I've been dude. setting aside, you know, now that I'm working from home, I'm home right after work. I don't have to come home and do stuff. You know, like I've played with Lulu all day. Like I've walked her multiple times. So I have more time. So that's why I set aside, you know, right after work, I play to like, you know, I play five to seven on my PS4. So I'll get through Horizon and I'm going to play God of War. <laughs> I've decided nice, I'm going to beat those. Cause... Holler at me for both because I've, I've played through both. You know what the best part of working at home is, is remember at work when you would like be like, you know, you're human. We all do this. Even the even the prettiest of people do this. Got to use the bathroom. And you're really like, damn, I got to make it. I got to make it. And you go in the bathroom and the stall's got someone in it. Yep. And you're like, well, I can't and, shit here. And you're here. like, god damn it. And you got to just hold on. Like sometimes people see me doing like like knee ups, like where I'm like walking <laughs> around, like doing like like lifting my knee up. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. What I'm trying to do is not shit myself yep. because I know someone's in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, the good dude. thing about working from home. Oh, dude. You could just let it rain. Bro, you <laughs> just go blow it up. Yeah, that is the Woo. best feeling in the world because it is the worst. If you're if you're a shy pooper, which I am, like if if someone's in the bathroom, shy. if I go in there, I'm like, oh, and you know what's the worst? The fucking worst <laughs> is when you're in the bathroom and you get there and you're like, I've got it all to myself. I'm gonna have my comfortable time, and then right as you're like starting to poop, someone just comes in and sits next to you, and you're like, bruh, yeah. have you no shame? And I work with like a lot of old guys and they don't give a fuck. Like old dudes will just have straight up explosive diarrhea oh, as loud those as are the, those are the dudes that walk around in the gym locker room just naked. Yeah. They and they just come in and they the just old wrinkly blow balls. it up next to you and you're like, bro, you almost want to be like, did you not fucking see I was in here? Like, this is my shit right now. Literally my shit. And this is where I'm at. Yeah. Like, don't fucking When I come walk in, in the bathroom, there's two stalls. But if I see a one set of feet, I'm leaving you alone. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't pretend. I don't want to hear your shit. I don't want to <laughs> hear. Like back when I used to work with that camera company, I remember one traumatic day, and I'm gonna call him out, Simon, aka Vision, reggae artist. I was in the in the stall, quiet, hiding, <laughs> and then he comes in 
with another another coworker and they're talking, right? Simon walks into the stall while they're talking and they continue to talk while he sits down. And then Simon proceeds to not do like a healthy log. He proceeds to do like what sounds like a a tube of toothpaste with a bunch of air bubbles in it. (laughs) (laughs) And the other guy's laughing and Simon's like, yeah, let me do another one. Uh, and I'm I'm in the other stall covering my ears <laughs> mentally screaming. Like <laughs> like mentally screaming, son. And I don't again, know how people do this. Dude, like people who talk to other people while they're shitting too, that's like you're a you're a degenerate. Like you have fucking problems. It's fucking weird. My ex used to do that when we lived together. She would just like have the bathroom open, sit down, and be like, Hey, um, are we gonna get <laughs> pizza tonight and i'd be like close the door bitch and she'd be like what what's the problem it's fine and i'm like no because back then i would go in the bathroom sit down turn the sink on yep. turn the shower of on. of course yeah and then, <laughs> like i don't like let me don't tell you something shame. i'm sh- we're shamed we shame ourselves from our <laughs> that's what we are we're shamed let me tell you something having three bathrooms and one being you know having a downstairs and upstairs bathroom here it's the best lifesaver like, i just wherever kelsey is i'm like i'm going over somewhere else for this one exactly yeah. and i'm gonna have a, have an explosive poop <laughs> i can feel it's it just it happens dude it reminds me of uh uh tom segura and christina pajitsky where she was talking about when they first started living with each other like uh tom segura would get up in the morning and go go poop and then one day, like, he came out of the bathroom, and she had her keys, and she's like, do we need to go to the hospital? And he goes, <laughs> what do you mean? She goes, what just happened in there? Like, are you okay? Do we have to go to the doctor? And he was like, no, nah, I just took a shit. And she's like, <laughs> that's normal? And it's like, yes, sometimes for some of us, going to the bathroom is a battlefield. <laughs> if you think love is a battlefield, digestion is a battlefield. Oh, yeah. You know, oh man, it's too funny. One of my favorite your mom's house poop (laughs) jokes is the audio clip they have where he's like, Turds on the ground, and she's like, Turds on the ground, and then he says it again. He's like, Turds on the ground (laughs) when she's talking about how the toilet overflowed at a hotel. Yeah, (laughs) after she took a shit, and he's like, Turds on the ground, and she's like, Turds on the ground, he's like, Turds on the ground. It's so good. I don't listen to any of them anymore, but I love them in my heart still. It's just yeah, we I do. We, we I, I mean, I this. still do, but um, we talk about this all the time. But, dude, so you yeah. ch- you sent me something just podcasting news. Brendan Schaub has fucking coronavirus, and he's been shitting on COVID the whole time. Like he's been, you know, shitting yeah. on people for wearing masks. Like I've read through all his tweets. So Callan hasn't confirmed. He thinks he has it because they went on tour together, and he's been feeling sick. Uh, but it's you know he thinks he might have gotten it. Wait, did you see his? He did a. Uh, he did a little video post today. He's he's confirmed. Oh, okay. Because I saw his tweet. And you know what sucks is most likely their interns have it too. Oh yeah, I saw a tweet where he was like, like Chin, "We did." Chin's probably got it and everything. He tweeted like, "We did all the wrong things in Austin. We didn't wear masks. We were in a room full of 350 people who were laughing and like shouting at us. You know, like yeah, we did it all wrong, and now we have it. And 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 fucking Shab is still like three days later. I feel I feel great. So like, still yeah, don't shot, be a bitch. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. you're gonna what? Oh, you're taking a shot. Um, 
so yeah, I I used to listen to Fighter and the Kid, and I used to really enjoy it, but uh, I yeah, can't so I just, stand Shabbat. I had to anymore. drink some Devil's Water. Um, yeah, so I think I'd rather like maybe chat a little about this because I don't really want to go into the FGC stuff too much. But well, no, we'll just talk. Um, let, let's just we'll end it here. We'll glaze but, over it. Yeah, we'll but talk. basically, the Shab thing, yeah. Um, a funny thing with with Brendan Shab, not so much. The thing is, Shab really brings the money in. It's not really Callan. It's Shab. Yeah. Um, and he's been saying for fucking like since it started, even on like the fight companions with Joe, he's like, I don't care. I'll lick your face right now. I don't care about no COVID. Fuck that. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Open up. We want to play shows. We want to play shows. And they've been bumping up this Texas show because Austin, Texas started opening up shows. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Who cares, baby? Whatever. And yeah, his dumbass. Got it. And then you know what his Instagram post was today? Because hmm. he's got a thing called Thick Boy Bike. They, they got Thick Boy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's their like little tag. Uh, Thick Boy Bike Bike Club. So anytime he goes to a city to do a show, he does a bike ride. And anyone who's part of their like pro- like their close groups, um, they'll say, hey, meet up at this park. We're going to do a 10, 20 mile bike ride. Whatever. But today he did a Thick Boy covid bike ride and he was by himself like i mean i get it like some people can survive it but yeah his his uh arrogance i don't care about no covid fuck that i'll lick your face who cares i'll lick the doorknob we want to fucking go out there like there's been a time where like callen shab even joe were like open back up this sucks that's because these dudes make 10 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars in a night and they're losing that money so they obviously want to open up. And um, now he's got it. Whatever. Callan's got it. Whatever. But they the, and, the thing is, it's like, you both have families, you know? Like, the both of them have two yeah. kids each. Like, don't you think maybe you should worry about giving it to your kids? Because, yes, they all, you know, it's not affecting kids or whatever. You know, the kids aren't dying as much. But what they if don't your care, kid, bro. What Callan's, if, yeah, what uh, if your kid is? Shab is our age, and he's a multi-millionaire and Callan is getting his career reinsurgenced by Joe and Shab. Yeah. So like they're making cash. They're going to survive COVID. They're fine. Like their last episode they did freaking um man I now I sound stupid. I remember the actual chemical like IVs like those IV drips where they get everything on. Oh like, yeah yeah they did like the vitamin stuff, drips or whatever. And like uh yeah, but I think it's pretty funny that he's like, yeah, fucked up, blah, blah, blah. I, I forgot who else it was, but there's another person out there who was like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck this shit. I think it's a politician. I think some politician was who was like, yeah, fuck this. My, 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 my. They just had to come out and say like, oh, yeah, well, it's, um, I got sick. It was a, I forget his name, uh, but some, some politician was saying like, masks will not be required at the Trump rally because... You know he's not afraid, yeah. and then he and now literally this tweeted, has COVID. Yeah, tweeted the next day that uh, someone from his camp tweeted it on his name. Like, yeah. uh, sad to announce he has this. You know, pray for him. It's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna pray for the devil to take his fucking soul because he's an asshole who fucking talked it down. I'm not gonna feel bad for him that he got it. Fuck you. You deserve yeah. it because you asked for it. Like so, yeah. So that's pretty funny. Thanks for bringing that up because that was what a funny one for you know for Shaw, yeah, you yeah. know, and um, you know, but uh, I guess to close off, 
not to go deep into it. No, but, we won't. Just uh, the FGC this is, community. Is... This is this is like a pretty shitty thing. We lost an entire community in about a week. So the fighting game community right now is in shambles and done. So Evo Evolution Tournament is canceled and over. Many FGC fighters have been canceled uh, due to what we were talking about in the very beginning of the show. And then something that I don't know much about, but some, but I don't, what I'm not going to say is the Smash community, Smash Brothers, uh, Super Smash Brothers community in particular has been the most egregious, which is some weird shit's happening. Yeah, just a so, lot of creepy shit happened, you know, between uh, players, pe- I guess. Yeah, basically people who didn't realize that their information is being put down. So um, the Smash community, I'm going to let you guys look at that yourself. I don't fucking... I didn't look it up. Uh, but with the fighting game community, Evolution Tournament, which has been a huge part for 20 years now at least, um, has been canceled this year. The CEO, uh, Joe Queller or some shit, he has had some allegations that are fucking kind of kind of creepy, you know, just being a creepy older man. Um, he was being creepy towards younger boys 20 years ago and... He's out, and then that's its own thing. Look it up. Look up Evo cancellation. If you're in the scene, you'll know already. And then um, a couple of players who did not do that level of things, but people like Filipino champ Chris G, famous, famous, world-famous Marvel players. They're actually rivals, great world-famous Marvel players. Uh, Their insensitivity of knowing how to use social media kind of bit them in the ass. Filipino champ made a pretty stupid tweet. He's trying to be funny using inside jokes. He tried to be inside joking with a public Twitter. He got canceled. Capcom uh, banned him for eternity from all international anything tournaments involving Capcom games. Uh, Chris G had a conversation with someone where he brought up some racial kind of like statements. Well, yeah, it's been banned. Like, we don't got to get into them. Basically, like, look, man, look, if you're in the public eye, like, there's one thing where you can have a conversation with your friend and things are private. You guys would not imagine the weird shit I said to Aaron joking, trying to get a rise out of him when we're in private. <laughs> it's not that I think those things, but I say silly shit to him just to, like, you know, get a, get a little twist of his nipple. But when you realize you have a business, you're part of a company, these guys are sponsored by companies that pay for their rent, give them housing, um, they make money at these tournaments, it's literally their job. And they fucked up and did these things in the public outing, in the public eye. The court of popular and public opinion is going to have its way with you. We lost um, a bunch of... We lost a couple of gamers for some like insensitive comments, but then basically also we lost a lot because some pretty heinous sexual deviant, I'm not going to say sexual like assault, but sexual deviant perversion shit's coming out for a lot of people, including the CEO of Evo, uh, which sucks. Evo this year is canceled. Capcom, Namco Bandai, um, NetherRealm Studios, they've all backed out. They're like, we don't fuck with these cats right now. Uh, 
Evo itself has fired their CEO, replaced them with a new guy. They said, we're going to take our time to learn how to be more responsible and take care of our community, find out what's going out at our events. You got to remember some of these events have Street Fighter and Smash Brothers and shit. And some parents might let their 16, 17-year-old kids have a hotel room at a at a hotel that's hosting an event like CEO up in Orlando, which was really fun, had wrestling ring and people would come out and they would play fighting games and wrestling like that's canceled as well for another weird thing. Basically people are coming out and saying there's been some weird sketchy kind of activity kind of basically people hooking up within the gray area of ages people, you know, when you let a 16 year old stay in a hotel, but then there's a, 1920-year-old, and it's like Smash Brothers, and you're looking at Kirby. You're mixing children's like visuals with adults and competitive gambling gaming with children, and it causes this whole major weird thing. And basically, we lost the entire fighting game community within a week. Like Within two weeks, Evo is dead. Everything's gone. And the entire FGC, the fighting game community has to rebuild itself from the ground up because people didn't understand that they had to be responsible enough to be decent humans and not to be a a facilitator, but to understand the units that you're holding in your hands. You're holding devices that, like I almost feel like me saying you're holding devices that track your movements and track what you're saying, like hide your secrets better. I'm not saying to hide your secrets better, but these devices have come to expose shit. So if anybody who's listening has ever sent a weird thing, or if you ever like did something weird on your phone, there's a possibility in the future. You're going to have to explain yourself because, um, it's not just Harvey Weinstein anymore. And it's not just like the movie industry or famous people. Like it's hitting shit like nerdy fighting game, Nintendo smash brothers communities where they're done now. Smash Brothers community is finished. I'm not bringing up Smash because it's different, and that's a lot yeah. of like it's a lot. It's it's a messy thing. We don't want to get into the, the the we don't want to trigger warn, and we don't want to get into the specifics. A lot of these situations are very different. Uh, like Christian Filipino champ, they were mostly those dudes just said some kind of like they're minority, they're POCs, but they still said some racial shit that's off color. But then in the Smash community and the guy with Evo. There's actually some weird shit where, like, all right, there's some deviance going on with technically underage people, and we lost the entire thing. Like, there's no Evo this year. The tournaments are all down right now. The community, all like, m- many major players are shut down and can't play anymore. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, Aaron, but there's a guy named Knuckledoo. He's a Japanese player, I believe. He is a very, very high-level player who's always been nothing but the most awesome of like normal, just, you know, the Japanese side, this is all the, all the Americans, all the Latin American and black dudes and white dudes, everyone over here in Japan, all those dudes do is play. Um, knuckle do is a, is a top eight, a, a regular top eight competitor in Evo every year. He got into a, in the middle of all this, he got into a car accident today. And the last thing we heard is, Knuckle Dew has been inside of it's been in a terrible car accident today. Please send him your prayers. Oof. So in the middle of the FC, F, FGC having all these weird creepy shit, 
one of the best players who's a really wholesome, nice dude who's married and his fucking chick is always like right there next to him in like some fun Jayu Tekken cosplay. Like they're like a really cool thing. This dude just got in a car accident today and he might be dying. Like the FG the FGC just took a huge hit this last week. And I don't want to go out on a bummer, but uh we're going out on a bummer. Yeah, it's all right. So you know, big news is happening. Um, you know, people are creepers and you know Yeah. People and, are creepers and also just you know, you have cell phones. Mind what you say. I'm not saying hide you know, if you're a fucking creep and a fucking wacko, let your freak flag fly so we can identify you. Yeah, so you can but get But if rid you're of just joking around, maybe don't. Yeah. If you're if you're in a public setting, you know, like I know I can joke around with Aaron and say some silly shit. Hey, I fucked my dog last night. Obviously, I did not have sex with a dog, but I'm obviously not gonna tweet that to him on the <laughs> yeah. internet and say yeah. I had sex with an animal. Like, <laughs> know what you're doing and, like, mind yourself if you're in the public eye or also if you're not. Be decent and don't be a fucking idiot and stop trolling and, I don't know, it sucks, man. The FGC took a hit. The FGC is literally ashes now and we have to wait for, hopefully, some kind of phoenix to rise from it. And we lost the whole community and everyone's in shambles. And there's so much for me to say about it, but I don't have the time for it. Yeah, but right. I did play Bloodborne, and Bloodborne is good. Yep, we did two hours, so this is a nice short one for you guys. Uh, we love you. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. You can use the same naming convention on Twitch, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Gmail, and then if you want to see us on IG, it's Nerd Podcast. Nerd Podcast. And if you want to holler at your boy, just hit me up on Jester954 on anything. Just find me. I'm here for you guys. I love you. He will hug you, but not in real life. Uh, until the, yeah, until COVID's done. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. I kind of felt like the guy, one of the guys installing the AC unit, was like, oh, "Man, I've been kind of tired and dizzy for the last few days." And I'm like, "Fuck, bro, really? <laughs> You're gonna come here and COVID scare me?" I didn't touch him though. Did they have but masks yeah. on? Uh, I told you before they did, and then once it got too hot, they pulled them off. Oh, boy. But I have I had mine on though. Yeah, he wanted to listen to Tupac, so we <laughs> listened to Tupac. Um, but that's what's up, man. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, if you guys have any ideas, uh, stuff we should talk about, games you want us to talk about, or any kind of shit, Email. send us a message. You know, yeah. let us know. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Next time, next week, whenever. <laughs> Yeah, take care of yourselves, guys.